Atlas Butler is built to keep you comfortable, and our plumbing services are no exception. You can rely on Atlas Butler for trusted, convenient plumbing and drain service. Our expert plumbers and drain specialists can take care of anything, from a broken water heater to a clogged drain. Call today, get it fixed today. That's our pledge to you. Fan. Congratulations. Your morning just got a bit classier. A media legend, a ferocious linebacker, a clueless producer, and you. Searching for a replacement window online? Visit windownation.com today. So raise a glass and act accordingly. This is Bishop and Laurenitis. All right, let's do it live on a Tuesday edition. How you living, threes? Uh, I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm good. Um, we've got, uh, well, we'll tell the people. So last night I text. I needed some defensive advice uh, for the for the flag football for the eight and six year olds in in terms of how to play it. We had a nice back and forth, getting through some some of the some of the very base principles that we're going to use. Little scrimmage tonight for Black Cobra's team. We've got a game for Beamsy's team on Saturday for the six year olds. So it's starting to ratchet it up a little bit here. Three starting to ratchet it up. Look, you got to build. You got to build. Um, you got to build towards the season. You got to take right. little baby steps. And I, look, I'm just glad that I'm glad that you um, might be the only person in the state of Ohio that's asking me for coaching advice. So I really appreciate it. It made me feel important. It made me feel like I actually might know something about ball. So I appreciate you Would for be that. Amazing. Uh, for It'd be that. amazing if you just showed up for one of these games, like coach, like Trestle, like Vest. And just like guest coordinator, just for, I mean, just for like an it'd be pure old. joy. It'd be pure <laughs> joy. You know, it'd be amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's so amazing. It'd be great. Wait, is that what the hell is he doing here? Yeah, what is he? Wait, what? What's he doing here? <laughs> and just have the exact same attitude of Luke when he coached you, like just treat eight-year-olds <laughs> oh, the way that Luke treated you guys. Oh gosh, <laughs> which is basically what happens anyway. That's basically what I do. So that's amazing. Yeah, you have to check your intensity quite a bit when you're when you're coaching your your eight year olds, six year olds. I think it's you know you're just hoping that we can run in the right direction is is yeah, kind of what that is. But, but eight year olds, you, you know, you want to you want to ratchet it up a little bit. It's starting to get competitive. You're going to kind of stick in the same positions, you know, throughout the season. And so uh, the intensity, you know, at six year olds, everybody plays a position. Everyone's going to play every position, you know, so forth and so on. But at, at eight, now all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're out here trying to win championship. We're raising men. So, um, yeah, the intensity ratchets up a little bit. It's been fun. I, it's, it's interesting you say that because it's, this is the most surreal world that we're in right now in terms of, Half a, a toe in participating, others completely out. It's two universes, really. I mean, we live yeah. in two separate worlds, and it's. Um, I'm talking in the general we as a society live in two very, very different worlds with two really realities. And some of these things, there was a. Uh, a, a we're playing Catholic uh, football because our original football league canceled, and so we were playing CYO football this fall. And um, the the league that originally canceled decided last week to play again. <laughs> Because uh, you know they had canceled it three weeks similar. ago. Sounds, sounds right. <laughs> a lot of parallels. A lot of parallels. Um, and and you have Ohio high school and the the Browns and the Bengals are nine days away. 
from playing games. NFL is going to play a week from Thursday, uh, nine days from from for the NFL rather, and, and twelve or whatever for the for the Browns and the Bengals. So it's you know, a it's, amazing it's a that pretty Central Arkansas had no cases, no positives after playing well, a football game. So it turns out COVID does not cause or football does not football cause doesn't COVID. cause COVID. Yeah. No, that's a good sign. It's never about the football. It was never about the football. It, it's it was never about the safety of the athletes. It was never about any of that. And it was it's been one of honestly, it's been something that I wish more people would communicate because I think that it's easy to just act as if that this is about the safety of players or that it was about the safety of players for the Big Ten Conference. It was never about the safety of players for the Big Ten Conference. And if you want proof of that, all you have to do is look to the idea that they're going to play in the winter. How could that possibly be safe to ask 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds to play two seasons in one year? Because rest assured, if we're through this by next fall, or at least to a point where it's manageable by next fall via vaccine or treatment or whatever, uh, if that is the case, you are playing all 12. And you're playing a Big Ten championship, and you're playing uh, in oh, a bowl yeah. game, regardless of what you play in the winter, because a lot of money is going to have to be made up. So mm-hmm. the notion that, that it, this was about player safety or health is nonsensical, and it always was. It always was. And and so many people are framing this argument that as if this was the decision was about that and, and not about liability and amateurism, which is what it's really about. That's really what it's about. It's not about everybody knows that if you're a student athlete at Ohio State or any place in the Big Ten for that matter, there's no better, there's no safer place, there's no other bubble that's better than the one that they're involved in. There's nothing in society better. Maybe the NFL, what they're doing, yeah. where they're basically taking traveling bubbles. But aside, if you don't have, if you can't do what the NFL's doing, the next best thing is what the Big Ten was doing. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. about that. These these people aren't dumb. It's not about that. Right. So. <sighs> To try to play any football, it, it, it would seem way more difficult to try to do a January, you know, season. Like if you looked at the two proposals in every said, way, hey, you know, in every way, like, oh, okay, what indoor facilities are we going to use? Is that actually going to be safer to be indoors versus outdoors? You know, uh, people think that there's going to be a second spike of this in the winter because obviously flu, but also everyone's going to be forced due to cold weather up north to get indoors and in closer proximity with one another versus being outside and being able to keep space, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Um, doing that in the football facility, obviously don't expect fans either way, but the travel more difficult, right? The, the Everything about it, the logistics more difficult. The, the thing about player safety, two seasons in one more difficult. So it, it's frustrating um, just to sit here now and, and look back. I, I'm glad that... Um, it just took them, what, multiple weeks for the big to, to say, hey, you know what? Um, here was our vote, um, 11-3. Gosh, what was so difficult about that? Um, now, what looks bad now is Minnesota's president looks bad for saying, well, there wasn't a vote per se trying to cover for the other guys um, because there was. I think that right. Penn State's president – look, certain presidents, you know, we should have – if you looked at the tweets um, – from these presidents. And the funny thing is, is that, you know, and I thought that um, Teddy had a really good point yesterday. Like only those schools know what their president even looks like. And not even all the fans do, yeah. you know, like, so That's right. I yeah. have no idea who Michigan's president is. Um, but when you look at the, uh, when you look at the, essentially the, the tweets that he had made, he, we should have known that, you know, all these rumors about it being 8-6 and all that, and Michigan wanted to play. No, I mean, the guy tweeted himself that he agreed with the decision. Um, yeah, it was all there. It was all there for us. Um, I agree with the decision to, to basically postpone the season, you know, cancel the season. Um, and then the next tweet, 
basically being, welcome to campus, 45,000 undergrads. Let's do this together. Um, do your checks, those cash? checks cash? Here's the routing right. number to the University of Michigan. Uh, thank you for my right. salary. Uh, you I'll really need that 45 grand. You know, like right. what? It's just, <laughs> but essentially what you have is um, the schools that you thought were going to push forward, uh, push forward. And if you pay attention to the scores, I'm not sure the initial phone call that weekend was 11-3, but it ended up 11-3. And I think that I think that Gene Smith's adamancy about a couple things. Look, like it's been reported, he said straight up, like, "Hey, we have a national championship team here. You know, we owe it to these kids to have that opportunity for not only that, but Sunday opportunities. Like, we owe it to them. This is a a business thing for them as well to to go and play." I thought that was very much um, eye-opening when when he said it. Uh, I think also the other thing that was surprising to me, and, and it keeps this whole thing keeps going back to this myocarditis, right? So mm-hmm. this is this report com- comes from an Ohio State director of sports cardiology, Kurt Daniels. It says three-month study said that 15% of college athletes who had tested positive, almost all of whom experienced mild or no symptoms, were also found to have contracted myocarditis. And I would love to know. Were every one of those people, did we know what the size of their heart condition was before they got COVID? Right. My gut says no. So we, no. this is on a, a, you're, you're already jumping to conclusions. And oh, by the way, this study hasn't even gone to peer review yet. It hasn't even gone to other doctors to kind of check the, the facts because my thing is they don't test every single athlete's heart size when no. you get to college. You don't get an echo right away. And in a, in a, I mean, this is the the hard thing that I have with all this is the fact that we don't we don't have data because we 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 need data to go forward it feels like but we don't have anything so the, your two options are you sit and you panic which is what the Big Ten did or you play through and then you look back and you say okay this is what and, and I don't know I think we're all still it's times to be told kind of like what what the right decision was either way. And we don't know if the ACC and, and, and the SEC will play in the Big 12. Sure, it looks like they're trying, but they're having issues themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, They're having their own hiccups as this thing goes. But I'll tell you this. I think that the Big 10 could have released this information day one, and it would have been a lot better. People wouldn't have been happy, but they would have said, gosh, 11-3. It would have helped Kevin Warren's <laughs> reputation. Because uh, turns out he's not the big bad guy after all. You know those eleven, those eleven schools now can yell at their president. Quit, quit going to Chicago and yell at your president. Yeah. You know, um, so all the Penn State fans who claim that they wanted to play, well, apparently not. Yell at your president. I think that was the fear too. The lawsuit made them admit this, and there was a lot of I think of back talk. Like I'm assuming that Penn State's president didn't have the gall to say to Sandy Barber, "Yeah, I voted against the season." He may have said that to her, but he didn't say he doesn't want to say that to his constituents. He doesn't want to say that to his donors. That's right. that's the damage that was going to be done. That's well, still the damage that's what I'm saying. Like is, if Sandy Barber comes out and says, "I don't think yeah. there was a there wasn't even a vote." Right. Well, I'm sure that the, the listen. Here's the thing: some of these people get in these positions by being political. They know how to yeah. kind of smooth talk and it's they, oh, tone. It's, it's the gray. correct choice. It's tone. Of phrase. So instead of ca- yeah. calling Sandy and knowing that she's going to be fired up. Being like, hey, Sandy, you know what? I voted to cancel the season. All right, just can't do it. I voted. I, I couldn't do it. And dealing with that, you say, well, there wasn't really, Sandy, there wasn't even a vote, per se. You know, it was more of a conversation, right. and it was a general consensus. So then Sandy goes out and says, there wasn't, I'm not even sure there was a vote. I've been told there wasn't even a vote. And then next thing you know, it's because why? Because donors and all that's effective, right? 
And now it's like, oh, wait, okay. So how many phone calls does Penn State's president get in the day? Like, what? <sighs> you voted no? You voted to yeah. cancel? Well, uh, I told you there wasn't really a vote. No, it says right here there was a vote, 11-3, and you were part of the that 11. That was the so- damage that we talked about last week. Remember in that response to the lawsuit, the type the yeah. irreparable damage that would be done if, if this type of stuff was all exposed? This is the damage, is this, is an 11-3. Yeah. to 3. Um, You know, the, the notion that this was – I think Patrick Dan Patrick was right on that Monday. <laughs> I think he was right. I think it was twelve to two, and I think we maybe change our vote to eleven to three to make it eleven to three after initially being one of the ones that were uh, opposed to canceling, and then it got changed to eleven to three, and the final vote from us was eleven to three. Do I think that they went around to go? Do you vote? Do you vote? Do you vote? No, probably not. Do I think that they were all on a Zoom and said, "Yeah"? You had three guys going, us, Nebraska, and Iowa going, you know what? We really want to play. And everybody else like, we just can't. There's no way we can. We can't do it because of health. Can't do it mostly because of liability. Because yeah. what if some kid's on a ventilator and their parents want to sue us for it? Uh, we can't right. have that by putting them in harm's way. Furthermore, if we make them play amidst a pandemic, aren't we saying that they're necessary? If they're necessary, they're no longer amateurs. That opens up class action. Those are all of the things that were in play. All of that was in play. And so... The way that you get to 11 to 3, this all makes sense now. All the people saying, and there were so many people that ran with the 8 6. 8 6? You're going to cancel Big Ten football on 8 6? Turns out you can't because it wasn't the can't. threshold. The, it would not have been. The so, they need? They, it wouldn't have been over that. So. 60% or whatever. Yeah. And they had so to have, there's no way yeah. if, if made up of the 6 was also Penn State, Michigan, and and whoever else, Wisconsin. There's no right. way that those little schools, right. are, the eight littles beat up the three, bi- the six bigs. No chance. Yeah. There's no chance. Yeah. So it's eleven to three, and that's the way it goes down, and 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 that's where you sit. And so there's a lot of narrative here that was squashed, and we're going to get into some of that coming up next. And is there a road back? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I th- I think that. It's just to the point now where there's really no way back for October. Do I think there's a way back, and, and will they try to do this a November lot of schools, model? A no. lot of schools, Bo. This is not this is not eight yeah. six made you feel like well maybe they could be swayed. Flip a couple to of sway, them. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, man, you're trying to get five more school presidents who have already yeah. settled in their mind. We're moving on. That's right. That's right. Lots to get to on the program today. Off and running on Tuesday. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on the fan. The only workplace in America to participate in the doorknob fart game. And we also play office basketball. And- Atlas Butler is built to keep you comfortable. And our plumbing services are no exception. You can rely on Atlas Butler for trusted, convenient plumbing and drain service. Our expert plumbers and drain specialists can take care of anything. From a broken water heater to a clogged drain. Call today, get it fixed today. That's our pledge to you. Sometimes do radio. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Well dressed, well spoken, but never ever a well drink. How about chaos? Insanity. Absolute insanity. You're listening to Bishop and Laurenitis. And brought to you by great friends at Window Nation. If you're in need of search and replacement windows, check them out at windownation.com. They'll take care of you the way that they take care of us. 866 90 Nation. So, not only is the Big Ten saying this, if you want to be one of those people who says, well, I don't believe them, I don't believe there is a vote, I think they're lying. These are two affidavits filed in court. Yeah. This is not you think the Big Ten? This is court no. of law. You know, Do you think the, the Big Ten? <laughs> I mean, come on. The 
I'm pretty sure uh, I saw Jason Priestess, the founder, one of the founders of Eleven Warriors, uh, tweet this out yesterday, and I believe him. I'm sure he's right, and he's a smart dude. Uh, but when he said that the Big Ten's attorney is a former U.S. attorney, mm. so you think he's going to lie in an affidavit? I mean, come on, it's get you got to get over that stuff. Sometimes the truth is the truth. Beyond maybe, that, I don't know. Maybe there's like the kind of you know, maybe there's Epstein poll going on here. I don't know. Have you watched it? Oh talk? God. I haven't got. No, I haven't. I don't have the stomach for it yet. I keep hearing that it's extremely have you watched disappointing. It? I haven't, but I'm saying it's. I've heard it's extremely disappointing to see how many layers of law enforcement and judicial people that covered up for that man. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't. It's just, a, it's, I don't, I don't is, have the stomach for it. Usually when I go to that. bed, I'm looking for something to, you know, get the mind, you know, thinking, thought provoking, and and maybe yeah. not something that's also too damn depressing. We're in a great spot in the Americans right now great spot we're still in season one but it, i mean just there's so many layers layers upon layers that show's so great, great. it's they so just, great they just tried to uh they just discovered or are testing that there was a mole you know if you yeah. remember way back to that and so they they test the couple and that's obviously ripping apart their marriage too it's pretty uh it's sure pretty interesting stuff it's great and it's it, they do a nice yeah. job of weaving history into where you were in the cold that's a fascinating time in history in the you know early 80s early to mid 80s with mm-hmm. the cold war and all of that um russia's still pretty prevalent by the way in our country in terms of trying to cause problems for us yeah the, um, it turns out that you know it's amazing that you forget that you were on the same side once during a world war and then uh it's, right but then you know and not then, uh, basically you know we <laughs> the russians were about to topple at Nazi Germany, and then you know we we in the in the in, in the English and you know multiple other countries, obviously, and the Allies went over there. And next thing you know, it's kind of like things uh, things escalated quickly after that. Just yes, happened? it did, but it's all right. Yeah, we well, there you go. A little bit of different ideals, ideology slightly different between <laughs> us and so. Mother Russia. <laughs> a little different um, way of handling it. Yeah. Um, so the 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 one the other big thing that has to be addressed here. Um, and and I think there's just there's no clear. I, I think it's I think it's folly to assume that somehow you're going to play in October. We went over it yesterday, kind of all the things that would have to happen. Uh, I saw Gene Smith in a text to Jeff Snook, who we've talked about Jeff a lot, and you know he's certainly properly sourced, um, saying don't pay attention to the nonsense. Essentially, that we're working yeah. through a lot of things, but don't. Who's pay the one Twitter the follower? Nonsense. The one Twitter follower that people are getting all uh, suriat. Sir Mixiat? No, I mean... Uh, I'll tell you what. A kid... I mean, I think any time a kid named Sir Yacht goes, is, be, becomes the source of With the Big no, Ten, that's the, a win for everybody. First clue, the first clue is no blue check, for one. Like, if I see anyone... Well, I don't have one check. either, so I hope I'm relatively well, that's reputable. Well, I don't trust anything you say. I don't trust the thing you say on, on, <laughs> that's on the true. line. That's true. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand why... Yeah. What you could do, honestly. Honestly. Um, every NFL team has somebody that that's what... Like, I remember when we used to do players' meetings... They'd be like, hey, it's really important for us to, to make sure that we don't have fake accounts out there. So yeah. each person and in, in organizations used to have somebody. Like ours was like Leroy Glover was our was our um, player guy. And he'd be like, hey, Glove, can you make sure I get the blue check with, for this rookie over here? You know, so he doesn't have some – because really they're, they're afraid that someone's going to do a fake account and then start, you know, fake – I mean, who knows? Maybe we did have burners, you know. But at least on a yeah. burner, you could be like, "Man, this coaching, this coaching staff is a joke." But they wanted to make sure guys were verified to prevent against some of that. Um, anyway, you could easily find somebody in the Browns office that does like their PR stuff and be like, "What do I got to do to get verified?" 
<laughs> no, no, seriously, like they're supposed to reach out to Twitter. And I would think so. Yeah, I don't. Well, they're I do work for two ESPN affiliates check, too, so you would think that all of that yes. would, would. Either yes. way, regardless, it doesn't bother me that much. And you bring up a good point on Sir Yacht. Just go to Jimmy's assistant. I mean, usually he's yeah. the one probably got him verified. Just talk so. to Will. We'll get it done. Yeah. So um, you know his name. Perfect. Of course. I mean, this, come on. You know what I do. Um, so this is interesting for the Big Ten. Uh, the facts are clear that there was indeed a vote that far exceeded the 60% threshold. The decision by the COP slash C was based on the input of several medical infectious disease experts in the best interest of the health and the wellness of the student athletes and the surrounding communities among the 14 member institutions. The Big Ten asks that the motion be denied. The Big Ten conference continues to share the disappointment that the student athletes and families are feeling. The Big Ten return to com- competition task force will continue to be transparent and is actively considers options to get back to competition when it is safe to play it's never going to be safe to play this year because you're going to have uh a, a january you talk about flu season and all of that but beyond that there's the idea of playing two seasons in one year and that's not safe either so and i'm not so sure i i think because we've seen non-power five football be played when, when the power when notre dame plays south florida if that happens yeah. That will be certainly an attention getter. When yeah. it'll be even more so when the Power Five conferences play. Notre Dame's an independent private college, in case you didn't know, and, and it's a university, and so they don't have to answer to a state. They don't have to answer to a conference. More importantly, a state, though. All of these other ones do. Most of the schools in our conference are public universities, right? And and the yep. same thing with the SC, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big Twelve. So there's a lot to answer to on these. So once those teams play, that will be interesting. How they get around the liability will be interesting if, if there is something that happens. And, and, God, I hope nothing happens. I hope they all play without a hitch. And I hope we're, you know, honestly, I hope that, that, that they can play because I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll watch it. I will. I'll definitely watch it. That's one thing that I, I mean, just, just hearing the noise of what's normal or what you would consider um, a normal – deal you know as far as normal game the background noise the band you know like i'm just trying i'm just here for the pads popping that's what i need to do you know what i mean i need to, i need to see that i need to hear that and and having that on saturday felt really good on two teams i could give two craps about <laughs> right yeah um right imagine that's like notre dame which is a school that i grew up watching a lot I, the, to be honest i watched more notre dame growing up than i did ohio state um, i think we all did big my dad was a big notre dame fan yeah for um, sure and unless you're from here, you definitely did, right? Um, mm-hmm. So nationally, it was a lot easier to see Notre Dame every week than it was others. And I thought the gold helmets were absolutely sweet. Uh, we were blue and gold in high school, you know, so um, different shade of blue. But regardless, uh, the gold helmets were very similar. Um, so I, I had a respect for, for that school. I told you the story plenty of times, how I worked out for for Mickey Marotti there. That's right. And uh, That's right. he basically told told the staff no. No, this is this kid's this kid sucks. He's not going to he's not going to make it in college football. Uh, love you Mick. Um, but I think, you know, when you see those teams playing and you see North Carolina who will be my team. Like North Carolina is going to be my team. Um, yep. Texas is my team. Texas A&M is going to be my team. So I, I, you know, look, you're, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be very interested. Like watching SEC on the weekend, SEC football. I watched, I watched SEC now last night, and j- it was just thrilling to see people talk about. It was on the SEC network. It was awesome to see. It was Dari Noka, yeah. uh, Jordan Rogers was on it. It was just cool to see them talking about football, like the actual football. 
Like, how does LSU replace Jamar Chase? How do they yeah. replace 17 starters, 96% of their passing offense, 86% of their defense? And I went, oh, yeah, football. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some of this. Yes. Wait, this isn't, a, this isn't a rerun? Amazing. That's what I always find myself doing now when I flip through sports channels. I'm like, wait, yeah. is this live? Oh, it is live. Right. Holy crap, it's live. Yes. Studio show, which I never even watched you know, back in March or last fall. But now I'm interested because you know what? I've missed this for so long. Yep. I mean, it's it's just wild. it's September first, Bo. I oh, mean, I know. Yeah, it's it go is time. Unbelievable. Yep, it's absolutely go time. There's one other thing that was that has been a big narrative uh, that has been spun during this Big Ten. Uh, what what happened here? Situation and and the Big Ten, by the way, still is not showing all their homework. We we still don't see that. We still don't know what tests they're based on. We haven't seen any of that stuff. We all we know is is what the vote is, and I believe it based on the fact that it was filed uh, that it's two affidavits, and that the 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 Big Ten lawyer is a former U.S. attorney. So I, I don't believe that to be they would ever file inaccurate uh, data. I'm sure that accurate is data, and the presidents are trying to cover for themselves. But but one other person has been kind of the figurehead of this, and and I think that probably wrongfully wrongfully so. We will get to that coming up next. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on the fan. The undisputed leader in talking about nothing. Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cashback in the industry with up to 5% cashback on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Common Man and T-Bone. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6. The Fan. Ohio sports destiny. It's Bishop and Laurinaitis is What's Up. What's up, man? What's up with you? All right, here's what's up on a Tuesday. So in respect with all of this Big Ten information that's come out, and they still haven't shown their homework, they haven't shown the studies, they haven't, been, they haven't had to yet. Um, I tend to think that they probably have some things that they can lean on and say. You mentioned the report from from here at Ohio State on the myocarditis. I, I'm sure that they have those things. I, I don't know that if you'll get the full detail of of the reason for this, the full transcript of these meetings, because the, those full transcripts would I think would include some of the conversation about liability and amateurism, which I'm sure they don't want out there in I'm any way, shape, sure or form. Sure, they want to keep that quiet. What don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll work very hard to keep that part of it quiet. And I think, again, as I've said, for we've said on this program for a long time, that's the really at the at the crux of this thing. Um, think about this: the SEC is playing the non-revenue sports, even though the NCAA has canceled their championships. Okay, that's how important amateurism is. Yeah, that's how critical it is that they're playing yeah. it despite that. Participation no trophies. So it's like back in youth sports now. Let's just give right. it all away. You know, like hey, yay. You uh, you were there. Here's your trophy. Put it up, Timmy. No, right? No. Did you try? That's a told told London. If you if you try, and you give your best effort, then of course you can keep the trophy. But if you're not going to try, and you don't give great effort, then no, Daddy's going to keep the trophy because I'm not going to give you something for not trying. That's, That's right. all I want is effort, That's right. attitude, and effort, Coach. Those are the only things that. Things that don't take talent that you can control out there. Look, skill level, okay. There's some things that mommy and daddy didn't pass on to you. I understand. But your attitude and your effort every day is something that you can control. That's why I can't stand people That's who right. are like, well, my attitude, like I have a bad attitude because so-and-so. No, you're letting that affect you. You're letting Correct. that affect you. You can, It's how you respond to it. See, anyway. this is why I need just, just guest coach one game. Just show up. 
I guess might, coach one game. I might just, I might just for my own personal ego show be able to uh, to <laughs> at least get hired a sweater as vest. coach up there. I'm going to put a sweater vest on. I'm going to bring a, a little tie. really loud whistle, really big whistle. And, yeah, uh, really loud. Yeah. yeah. No be question. Uh, no question. <laughs> I have enough coaching the- gear so I can pretend it's like golfing. Like when I go golfing, I look like Tiger oh, yeah. Woods. I look outstanding. Yeah. Uh, all the years with got the Nike all. account and the Under Armour stuff, I can look like Spieth or Woods in a second. What do you, what do you want? Um, <laughs> I can do the same way with coaching. The amount of Cincinnati, Ohio State, uh, I have oh, yeah. Pitt gear here at the house, thanks to, to Chick Harley, uh, LB coach over there at Pitt, sending me some Oh, some that's swag. right. So, Topper Harley's over there. Yeah, that's the right. The best part is that it's the new stuff, too. It's not the old Larry oh, Fitzgerald ugly Pitt stuff. stuff. It's the new stuff with the you know the script Pitt, yep. uh, the gray shorts with the, the Pitt logo like that. So anyway... Um, I wore that to work out the other day, um, just because I was all out of other you know shirts and stuff. So I wore that out in public to work out, and the amount of looks that got I got some looks. It got some looks. <laughs> wait, is that? Like, wait, what? Hold on, this a is confusing. Wait, wait a second. No, it can't be. You play a pit. Um, anyway, so um, You're I can ready. I can look it up. I mean, I can put on. Yeah. I can put on if you want the Cincinnati. Uh, you think I was an assistant coach with how much Bearcat gear I got? <laughs> I could put the the uh, the t shirt on with like you know like the. Um, it's like the rain gear, you know, like the short sleeve, oh, yeah. like quarter zip. Oh, like you that love that. Rain material, yeah. moisture wicking. I got that with the coach's shorts with pockets. All I need is a whistle. I now can we're get talking. a whistle here by Amazon yeah. here by 2 p.m. if you want. I'm I ready, th- coach. I think you're ready. I, I know you're ready. I know you're ready. Um, I don't think I don't think Kevin Warren was ready for this. Uh, I think he's out over his skis. I think that the mishandling of this has been a fireable offense. We've said that many times. I do not, however, and I can't stress this enough. I think that he could be fired, and you could make the case that justifiably so he should be fired for how he has handled this. The lack of transparency, uh, the lack of messaging, the lack of saying this is why we did this and we were right to do it. All of those are fireable offenses for Kevin Warren. I do yes. also think that he was not the big bad that many have portrayed him to be. Because if you the idea that a guy who's been on the job for three months could sway 11 university presidents that have that type of power and represent that type of constituency, Kevin Warren works for them. They don't work for him. Right. The idea that he could sway them to play a spring season is nonsensical. Mm. There's just no, now, I don't know the man. I don't know his motives. Right. I know Bob does. Bob's done the homework, and and that's that's fine. I don't know the man. I don't know his motives. Um, so so maybe he did want to play spring. Is it possible that he didn't properly represent the athletic director's feelings when he had the meeting with the presidents? Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. That's certainly yeah. possible. But do I think that even if he would have stringently represented those feelings, do I think that the university presidents would have been swayed by that? No, I don't. Do I think the university presidents probably knew what their athletic directors thought before they voted? Yeah, I think that they probably did. I think that they probably had communication. Don't you think? If you were running a university and you're going to have a vote with the Big Ten on whether or not to play fall sports or not, wouldn't you go to the guy who runs the athletic department and say, what do you think? Yes. I would tend to think so. That that's yes. a pretty open communication between president and AD, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. So the idea that Warren was the one who steered all of this and somehow with, what, three, four months on the job had the power and the gravitas to be able to pull it off? Come on. He's not Jim Delaney. Right. There's no way. He didn't have the type of power. There's no way that quickly he had that type of power or influence. Impossible. I don't buy it. But it's convenient. It does work well. If you say that he did all of it, right? You, it's true. And again, 
his actions are fireable. No question. But the idea that he drove the truck on this thing by himself and university president, like, yeah, yeah, we're in. Think how powerful these people are, how smart these people are. So if you want to assume like who drove the, the, the decision, I mean, look at the big weight schools that voted against it. Yeah. Michigan, Penn State. Um, you know, you look at Wisconsin, Minnesota. Minnesota, Wisconsin. Minnesota has a big medical Illinois. I mean, Indiana. So there are plenty of people who drove that, and you say to yourself, okay, well, they voted against it. You know, like, yep. and then who are the smaller ones that don't really? I'm assuming Rutgers and Maryland didn't come in there swinging a big stick. You know, like, there's no way. They're not, you know what I mean? Like, they're a part of the conference, but they're not. I wouldn't assume that our other conference members are giving them, you know, yeah. giant <laughs> leeway as far as, you know what I mean? The ability mm-hmm. to to do that. So this is, I guess this is very, it's frustrating for one to, to know that um, there's been such, they, they, the Big Ten itself, Bo, is to blame for all this as far as, Yes. They let the narrative yes, get to this point. No one else. They let this it come to a point where kids from Nebraska are suing them. Right. All because they didn't show their homework right away. All because they weren't on the offensive right away and say, this isn't safe. They should have yep. been screaming from the mountaintops, this isn't safe. This is right. why. Here's our results. But you know why they didn't do that? Because it wasn't just about player safety. Right. I bet everything I own on that, which ain't much, right. but I bet everything I own on the fact oh, that, this, that the you conversations nice had, palatial if, if there was a there. certain... If there was a certain amount that had to do with player safety, there was an equal amount that had to do with liability and amateurism. So do you and think they don't that, want that public. Do you think we'll see now, like today or whenever, people at Penn State or Michigan basically saying, asking for answers? I would expect, well, I would expect people, it more at Penn the State. The only people that matter, I agree, the only people that matter will be the biggest donors. Yep. Those will be the only ones that matter. And the only way that they will matter is if they say, I will give you $50 million if we play football and you change your vote. And the only way that happens is if it happens at multiple places and if then you fire Warren and just make him the scapegoat for the whole thing. And by the way, I don't think that's happening. I don't either. Because, because I don't think we're all, anybody we're, we in these are all times assuming, are going to throw around $50 million. Right. Because all these people who have the money to throw around are dealing with their own layoffs and their own companies still from COVID. And yeah. You know, think about this. How many people? How many people who own companies that are big donors have people working in person still? Everyone's from home, but yep. they're still paying bills on buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. I think there's a lot of. I love football, but do I love it that much to try to persuade that in the midst of the pandemic? Nah, probably too a little too risky. I'm not throwing all my money on that. And let alone no. the fact that you throw all this money, hey, to go ahead and play and then have them cancel midseason. You can't pay someone to say, well, you'll never cancel this season then. You got to start. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah. These people with all the money. Yep. And, and plus, we're assuming that all these people with all the money that donate to the school are doing it strictly for football and not other right. reasons. You know? so, not other reasons, yeah. Um, you know, and, and we're assuming that every single donor or booster wants a, a false season. No yep. matter what. I think there's a lot no of assumptions what. that we make because of our love for the game. Yep. And by our, Absolutely I mean true. not you and I. I mean the collective fan base collective. of these schools. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Hard. It's hard to imagine. So th- th- that's where you're at. To sum up, this is where you're at. 
I, 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 Sir Yacht or anybody else, the idea that you're going to be playing football in October, I think, uh, without certain steps that we've laid out, it's it's really a, v- virtually impossible. Everything's on the table, certainly, but getting it done and being able to compete in October is virtually impossible based on everything we know at this point. Um, big money boosters could change that, I do suppose. Coming up next, uh, some interesting news out of the National Football League. We'll go around the league coming up next. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on The Fan. Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cashback in the industry with up to 5% cashback on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAM. Are everywhere on your radio, online, the fan app, Alexa, and behind you in your car right now. Too creepy? Sorry. The fan, Ohio's sports destination. Meet or on the rocks. Just act accordingly. Starts with a glass of bourbon, then goes to, oh, first blood's on. I think I'll watch this again. You're listening to Bishop and Laurenitis. Around the league certainly know that the Jacksonville Jaguars are tanking. Trevor Lawrence, the apple of their eye. Mike Tannenbaum on Get Up yesterday said this would be the perfect storm for them to hire Dabo Sweeney as well. He's immensely popular in the area of the country. If you go with Trevor Lawrence right down the road to Jacksonville with all those picks and cap room, that's the ideal situation. I don't think Dabo's Dabo's Dabo would work in Jacksonville in the NFL. I think it'd be a really hard sell. Nope. It's not he's not an NFL coach. No. Um, he's not. I mean, the whole ah shucks, nobody believes in us. Like NFL, the guys in the locker room be like, "Yeah, no crap, nobody believes in us." What do you think? <laughs> I mean, we, we stink. <laughs> you know, like right. <laughs> it's just not. It's not the same. Um, he's the perfect person for building young men. You know, from boys mm-hmm. from high school and, and through college, and um, he's right for that. But no, I don't think that works in the National Football League. There are guys that are great being college coaches, and that's not a knock at all. And there's guys who are better at the pro game. Um, you're you're shepherding and you're stewarding, you're, you're guiding young men when you're a college coach as well as teaching football. Um, yeah. You know, in the NFL, it's you should be a grown man. If not, get out of here. You know, like there are yeah, coaches it, that you can have relationships with in football. It's not all that, but it's, it's business first. I mean, there are great relationships that I've had um, – in the NFL, like great relationship with with Greg Williams and Frank Bush, my linebacker coach, and a bunch of people in that building. And guess what? Still got fired. You know, like yeah. <laughs> it's it's business first, um, and it, it's all about uh, availability and your your obviously athletic ability, accountability. Like that's why there's awesome quotes all over NFL facilities that say the greatest you know ability is availability. Like, if you ain't available because either you're suspended in trouble or injured, like, okay. Spending time in the cold tub will get you cut. Spending time yep. in the training room will get you cut. Um, and sometimes just getting old gets you cut. So, bad ball. Um, college is such a different world. You're developing. Um, by the time you're in the NFL, it, it can go one way or the other, you know. And those guys are already grown men then. It, that, that little pep talk and rah-rah stuff how's that going to do to a vet with three kids four kids you know like yeah. don't give me that i, I just it, it doesn't work. i'm trying to win ball i'm trying resonate. to play ball i'm trying to win i'm trying to feed my family i don't i don't need all yep. this rah-rah team building like look we're pros this is a job go out there and play you, 
the, the way you can do it if you are, you have to be really, really bright. Like if schematically you're a genius, the NFL players will, will respect you. And and I think that's why Lincoln Riley and Ryan Day would do just fine. Absolutely, going in the NFL, they, they, they don't have to, that because they'd but they see don't their have scheme that and they rah, go, rah, and they don't know. do that. No, right? They, the the, the other business. guy I think about, the other guy I think about for Jacksonville would be Harbaugh, if if that would be an avenue for him to get back into the National Football League. Um, almost took was in on the Dolphins' job years ago. Um, would that be his way back in? He has worked before in the league. At, yes. at a high level, so um, would would that be some a way for him to get back in where he could build it with Lawrence? And I do think that they could go a college route here. I think this is a good opportunity to do it because they're going to pick number one two years in a row, and a college guy would certainly help in knowing all that talent. Um, I, I think it would make sense to go that way, and I think it would be an, an easy sell in Jacksonville, which is is a college town. I mean, it's an hour. A little more than an hour from Gainesville. It's a couple hours from Tallahassee, and it's not that far from the University of Georgia. And it's a it, even, though, even though none of them are located there, it really is a college football town more than is anything else. So it would identify and it would get behind. I think a college coach more than most would. I do think that's true, um, and I don't think that it would that it wouldn't be uh, a good place for, for certain people. The the ownership has a lot of money, and I think they're going to use this year as basically cl- a clear tank. To it, it helps that no fans are going to be there anyway, so they're not going to be embarrassed. So it's a clear tank. You go into next year, you're going to have the number one pick. You can draft Lawrence. If he decides to play four years, you can draft Justin Fields. Pick a college coach to go with him, and away you go. That seems like a pretty logical plan to me. Yeah, and you know, if, if the job wasn't almost a lateral move or slightly down, you would think, oh, gosh, give Nick Saban a quarterback in the NFL and see if he can do it. But Nick's older now. He probably passed his window, and Jacksonville Jaguars are a step down from Alabama Crimson Tide. That's where the right. money and the prestige of college football has gotten. There's no question. There's no question. Speaking of the NFL, we hit the NFC South today. We hit four days. Lots of talent. It's, it's possible that we tackle. Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cash back in the industry with up to 5% cash back on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER the two most talented divisions back-to-back in the NFC West and now the NFC South uh, we will get to that take a look at the Saints which are basically Buckeye South we get into that coming up next Bishop and Lauren Itis right here on the fan yeah. their favorite sport is berating their producer you just sat yeah. there for 10 minutes this is Bishop and Lauren Itis. all right second hour of the program here Continue our tour around the NFL. Just nine days from kickoff between the Chiefs and Texans. Everybody else on Sunday. I will be interested to see how flexible the NFL schedule is if college football can't play. By the way, like if they start moving around, if if you know the, these other the other three Power Fives aren't able to supply network television and television partners with games on Saturdays, if the NFL will mobilize and how quickly they'll do it. I would think that they would. I think they'll be ready uh, to do it. Um, but we'll see. Be very interesting. This is the NFC South. This is a good division. It's a really good division, and there, there are, uh, I think, two teams clearly in this division that are that are Super Bowl or bust. There are two of the ten best quarterbacks of all time now in this division. There is so much talent on the outside. There is so much talent everywhere uh, that a team like the Falcons, that's a couple of years removed from being up twenty-eight-three in the Super Bowl, is a total afterthought um, and and a chief reason among that is the team we'll talk about first which is the New Orleans Saints and this Saints team 
has been, frankly, a considerable choke artist the last two years in the NFC playoffs. They played at home. Yeah. They've played at yeah. home. They've lost at home. They had everything in their favor. Um, they had a path to the Super Bowl with home field advantage two years ago that was a straight and direct path, um, and they blew it. And they lost to teams that, that I think in most people's estimation they shouldn't have lost to. Um, and I do wonder what their window is here. I still think they're in it. I like their off offseason. Um, but how long can Breeze do this? It's interesting. He does seem like he there's a pitch count on his arm. Because two years ago, at the end of the year, his arm his his arm strength really tailed off, and then last year he got hurt, and it's almost like playing with Bridgewater because his arm was able to rest. He had more; he was better at the end of the year last year than he was the year before, which maybe that makes a little bit of sense. Um, what do you think about this Saints team still being in the middle of their window? I think they're at the tail end, um, and by tail end, I, I really think that this is probably the year. Uh, that if they don't get it done, it's okay. Too bad. Um, you have Drew with Mike and and getting Emmanuel Sanders. You feel like it's the best, um, the best assembled squad, if you will. You know, since and really a while. Like look at their offense right now. I mean, although they have some issues, buddy. Do you see the reports of Alvin Kamara just unexcused absence, just middle I of did. the camp saying you know what i think i deserve a little more i um, did see that and and you know pretty alarming two right weeks now out. i mean to do it right now um it's, he's pulling an ultimate warrior move so i mean yeah. good job out of him as far as as bold um but i i think you know when when you look at um when you look at him uh, he's he's a vital part but they haven't been the same without you know with mark uh ingram without the hammer up. The hammer and Latavius Murray can be that a little bit, but I think, buddy, when you when you look at this offense and you're saying, okay, Mike Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, they got guys. Taysom Hill will do his stuff still. Jared Cook, who's had a nice little resurgence there, play with Jared in St. Louis. Um, there, there are there are pieces there where they they're, they're going to be explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, they need more out of Davenport at DN to pair with with Cam Jordan. Cam's just an absolute dude, um, but they need a little more there. So. Um, I think you know. Look, it's it's a uh, it, it, there's a there's a the, I I do feel like this might be the last because you saw it last year with Drew, um, just not a he's not he doesn't get stay strong toward you know in the playoffs he doesn't stay strong yeah. he doesn't keep ascending through or even plateau it feels like it pairs off a little bit you feel like now he's throwing with more and more anticipation which is fine uh Peyton Manning did that towards the end but Peyton Manning also won with a world-class defense you know yep. so um I I want to say this is the last year that he's going to be able to um He's going to be able to basically be the leader in that window. Now, will he retire this year? I don't think so. I just think that this might be one of those years. Like, guys who are thinking about retiring, I don't see them retiring with a, a year of, how do I word this, um, exiting in a COVID season with no fans, right? Like, if your career is playing yeah, you know, you want football. Yeah, you want the pomp and circumstance. Yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, I mean, Think about the last. It's not just the last two years where they choked. It's the last three years they choked. Bo, yep. don't forget the Minneapolis Miracle up there three years ago in 2017. Then you have the game against the Rams with the PI not called. Um, and look, you can blame it on that. 
then this is this is the hard thing too from a psyche standpoint real quick they're they're either cursed or they're having like they're getting really too comfortable with excuses three years ago oh it's the minneapolis miracle that's how we lost it yeah. oh it was pi if it wasn't pi we would have won if it was the refs even last year they have the same thing oh it was it pass interference i mean they they had it they pushed off in the end it's all these things okay okay guess what still happened you lost Oh, I think you can question Sean Payton a lot on that. I mean, he yeah. lost to two Vikings teams for sure that you would have said there's just uh, there's no reason. There's there's just no reason for you to lose. Mike Zimmer got him twice. So, yeah, I I mean, I think that's I think that's reasonable. Now, both he and Breeze have the cover of they won a Super Bowl. And so that gives you a lot of cover. And they're really good. This is a really good roster. Um I I think like Zach Bond is going to be a hit for them. I mean, I yep. think that's a great pick for them. Uh, yep. Demario Davis, you know, I think Malcolm is going to solidify them. A great deal on the back end. And and you like what they have. Obviously, Lattimore's as good as anybody in the league. But um, Demario Davis, ultimate pro at, at, on, at, at linebacker. So yep. they've got a team, but the pressure is certainly ratcheted up. And, and they really have to – this is a Super Bowl or bust type thing. I also like the addition of Jameis because if, if – can he be rehabilitated? And right. there are no preseason games, so we can't. We don't even know what it looks like for him down right. there. We have no idea. Um, but but that is that's an interesting part of this as well. Let's go to the team that they hate the most, which is the Atlanta Falcons. Now, this is a team, as I mentioned, a couple years Boy, removed do from they the Super ever. Bowl. Boy, they do they ever hate them? Yeah, yes. Yeah, there is. Um, I don't. I don't love much of what the Falcons have done since playing in the Super Bowl and being ahead twenty-eight to three. I don't love the pick of AJ Terrell out of Clemson in the first round. Um, the, in free agency, it's Dante Fowler, it's Hayden Hurst, which is nice. That'll help a little bit. Um, I think that the Todd Gurley, what's left in the tank for Gurley, is an interesting play out of them. They were seven and nine a year ago. Um, it's it's hard for me to see. Um, boy, you lose Austin Hooper, who's a, a major player and going to have a huge season with the Browns. Um, it's hard for me to see them as anything other than kind of treading water, buddy. I, I, it, I don't know. They're still great on the outside with Julio and Calvin Ridley, but I just don't see them as a team that's had that's found its way really since Kyle Shanahan left as offensive coordinator. They've seemed pretty well lost. Yeah, and I feel like if you rewind this a couple, like if you put this roster out a couple years ago, you'd be like, okay. All right, yeah. you know, Falcons have a chance, and I think that's just the thing is that Ty Gurley, what is he um, anymore? Does he still have it? Um, they replaced Hooper with Hayden Hurst with the trade with Baltimore. You got Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, which are nice on the outside, um, which are quite nice. I mean, but when you look at the roster, you know, it's like McKinley at DN, you know, they're waiting for him to be an absolute stud. Uh, Grady Jarrett's nice on the inside. Dante Fowler's bounced around a little bit. Deion Jones can fly at Mike and Keanu Neal, but can these guys stay healthy? They've been battling injuries, and and what they need is a year of health. Now, I still don't know what... Matt Ryan, to me, is just, no matter how great he's been in his career, he still seems like a step below the Drew Brees and Tom Brady. You know, so you're talking about the third best quarterback in the division. Yet he's great, but he's just—I'll put it this way: well, he, if, you get, if you if you told me you could have Matt Stafford and Matt Ryan, I'm taking Matt Stafford. Agree, I, and I think you look at Ryan when when uh, Shanahan's not there, and it's different. Yeah, it's significantly yeah. different. He he was the MVP of the league with Shanahan as the offensive coordinator running the wide zone. Yep. So that you know, that's that's where you're. Well, at. his system is is absolutely. I mean, 
it's unbelievable. And you, I mean, you think about that when they had Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, mm-hmm. and they're running that wide stuff, and it allowed the play action. How are you going to cover Julio yeah. deep and Julio as a safety? How do you have your eyes yeah. on Julio and help support the run? Coach can't do both. Can't do it all. And without Shanahan's system, there they've they've lost all that. Yeah, yeah. So they they are a little bit lost, and I I just don't see anything with their roster that leads me to believe that they're capable of making some sort of big jump into contending with the with the Saint. They seem like kind of in a you know road to nowhereville a little bit. It's kind of what they right. seem like to me. Um, so let's hit the categories. We'll hit them on the Saints and the Falcons first. Go ahead and hit the music chopper, and let's start with: Could you live here or vacation here, Atlanta and New Orleans? You have lived in New Orleans. You yeah, don't, like don't want to ever live there again. And I wouldn't call visiting there a vacation. I would call it like a duty. <laughs> so like if the if the a game duty. is. At, yeah, so like you know, if Buckeyes are playing in the Sugar Bowl and it's for national championship, I will go, and I will I will drink, but I'm not considering yeah. that a vacation. Like my idea of a vacation isn't a smelly city where I'm sweating nonstop. You know, like yeah. that's not you know, or you're watching boats <laughs> you're go down the Mississippi. With the, you're it. seeing boats go by you, you on the Mississippi so taller than you are. Like the water level is actually above where you That's are standing. Right. Like above it makes no where sense. You're standing. Oh, right. we got a heavy rain. Sorry, have fun driving in 18 inches of water because nothing drains because the Mardi Gras drains are clogging the sewers and the yes. rainwater. You're not a fan. Um, you know, it'll Atlanta be great food. Is... It'll be great drinks. Um, I yeah. could live in Atlanta, uh, but when I think about Atlanta, really? I think of Buckhead, oh, I North Atlanta. My uncle lives there. So if you're talking about like. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't be downtown Atlanta. I'm talking about like way up north, probably about 40 minutes yeah. north. Um, I could live up there because I've been to my uncle's house and, and just the that pines and the, yeah. I mean, everything about it. And especially like the fall and late summer. It's like, my goodness, buddy, like the fall's there. Yeah, that's great. The springs. They got a nice little deal there. Um, but as far as driving through that city, no. Nah. No. I couldn't live in either one of them. Um, I, I don't. I, I've spent a lot of time in both. Um, I wouldn't want to live in either one of them. I, I wouldn't want to. I have no reason to go to Atlanta unless there's an event there. I'm flying through it and I'm stuck. Um, well, how about this? Atlanta. You it's a really big city. I don't know if world. people here realize. How, you're right. I don't know if people here realize how big Atlanta is if you haven't been or just flown through. There's three downtowns in Atlanta. Yeah. It's huge. Um, but but I I do like New Orleans on a. It, to me, New Orleans is the same as Vegas. It's a it's a two night in out. Listen to great music, eat great food, and get the hell out of there. Like that's yeah. what it is. Anything other than that, I just I can't. It's, I'm with you. And I've spent honestly, other than cities I've lived in, I've spent more time in New Orleans than any city in America, no question. Because I've been there for ten days plus with Ohio State football on two separate occasions. I've been there for a Super Bowl for over a week, the Final Four for a week. Um, I've spent so much time in Atlanta or in New Orleans in my life. It's so disproportionate to, to anywhere else in the country. Um, do you love their QB situations? Uh, I, I, if I'm a fan of both, I, I, I love where we're at um, because Matt Ryan is a former MVP, so you have to respect that. Um, if I'm the Saints, I love it for right. I love your situation. You have Drew for a year or two more, probably one more year of really high-end Drew Brees, and then Jameis Winston. And some even think Taysom Hill. So you have three guys in a room where most teams just have one, or most teams yeah. are scratching for one. So, yeah, I, I do like, um, I, I love rather the Saints. I, I like the Falcons. I think that Ryan could have a late season renaissance with the right pieces around him. You know, more. Yeah, I, th- I think he could. I like him a lot. Um, 
obviously you love the Saints, you love what Breeze is, you love his work ethic, his accuracy, all of those things, and you love the situation behind him. I'm with you. Uh, with Hill and, and Winston, you, there's no reason really to think. They always thought that when Breeze retires, it's over. Well, no, they're not. They've got some backup plans here, and one of them has to be happens to be a former number one overall pick who's shown a ton of talent in the league. Um, so I, I like both of these quarterback situations. Probably why this division's so great. Super Bowl playoff road to nowhere tank. We'll add ascending too because we got ran into that yesterday with Arizona. So we'll add ascending in there. Yeah, I think Saints are, are Super Bowl or bust. Um, I think that's where they're at. And then I think with the Falcons, I have them at playoffs. I have them with flirting. And that's if everything, if everyone sure. stays healthy and you well, get a bounce back here from, Yes, and a bounce back from Todd Gurley. I think they expect to make the playoffs. It's interesting. Super Bowl for sure, bust for the Saints. It's. I think the Falcons are almost in the exact same circumstance as the Rams, where they think they're a playoff team. They're probably closer to road to nowhere, but yeah. they think they're a playoff team. Although I like their roster more than the Rams offensively, for sure. Um, more than the Rams and roster. what's unique about both um, is that they're they are both, both like Les Need is a Thomas Dimitrov understudy. Yep. Yep. And both lost in the Super Bowl. So yep. there's a lot of a lot of parallels between the Rams and the Falcons. We will finish this division on the other side of this quick timeout. Tampa Bay, the Bucks. What can Brady expect in year one on maybe his most talented roster ever? We get to Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the Hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cash back in the industry with up to 5% cash back on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code the fan 100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet 25 bucks. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code the fan 100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. At least offensively. Offensively, most talented roster ever. We get to that coming up next. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on the fan. Buckeyes, Jackets, Crew, and Panama Ted yelling about something being too hot. I don't understand it either. The fan, Ohio sports destination. If you say something with confidence, then you can't be wrong. I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know. This is Bishop and Laurinaitis. All right, continuing in the NFC South, and we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who went from kind of this incredibly frustrating team to Super Bowl contender with the stroke of a pen and the decision of Tom Brady. Changes everything. Um, you look at their roster now and you put him into it. You add Gronkowski to it. You add the fact they took Tristan Wirfs, who a lot of people loved in the draft, to help Antoine Winfield as well. Um, and you say, man, that is, that's now a roster that, that is ready to go. And it's still looking back. It's strange when I see him in that uniform. It was interesting yesterday when we were doing the you know, ESPN had these teams who are Super Bowl contenders, and I still put him on the Patriots because I just for, you forget. And right. I don't know if we'll, we'll remember until they actually play, and he's wearing yeah. that Tampa Bay uniform. But but you look at this roster, it's pretty loaded. It's just pretty loaded. I think it's the best offensive weaponry he's ever played with. Oh, that's that's by far. Yeah. Um, and I mean, outside of because even when he now he had Randy Moss, who is one you know, my goodness, gold jacket, ultimate weapon, maybe the yeah. best you know. So, but you look at the totality. Um, this is right up there. When you have uh, two Pro Bowl wide receivers, you have a, yep. a, a gold jacket. Um, you have a gold jacket tight end. You have LaShawn McCoy mixed in with Ronald Jones, and they drafted Kayshawn Vaughn out of Vandy. So 
there's talent everywhere. Um, and Dominican Sue, Vitavea, William Golston on the D line, Jason Pierre Paul, Devin White, Levante David, Shaq Barrett. is good. <laughs> they have guys. They love Sean Murphy bunting. Um, I know that for a fact. And you draft a guy who is an absolute stud out of our conference and Antoine Winfield Jr. Um, I love their draft. I mean, Tristan Wirfs one, Antoine Winfield Jr. two. That that is strong. So I, mm-hmm. I'm very high on them. Um, and if anyone can figure out a way to get a team with no off season essentially to basically take that next step, you know, with a new coach and all that, it'd be Tom Brady. Um, and so it's 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 a very talented team. And I think that it's exciting for football fans to watch Brady in a different uniform and see what it looks like with him and the Bucks, and then obviously with a Brady-less Patriots this year. It's fascinating because you have, you know, arguably the face of the NFL switching teams, which doesn't happen very often. No. Oh, I mean, it's Manning and Montana. You know, some of the all-time greats have done this at the end of their career, have switched teams, but not at the age going into their being 43 years of age. Last year at age 42, Brady threw for 4,000 yards. He took a five-percentage point dip in completion percentage from 65.8 to 60.8. Touchdown to interception was actually a little better last year than it was the year before. Uh, Touchdown percentage was about four, but they had no weapons. They had no weapons. They had nobody to throw to. Um, go look at how he played with Antonio Brown in the one game he had in, with Antonio Brown against Miami. Um, and, and think about now having Godwin and Evans and Gronk and O.J. Howard and Bruce Arians you know, orchestrating all of it in a healthy run game where I think they'll go running back committee with all three of those guys. It's, it's dangerous. And they, their defense just flies. Their linebacking core is as good as any in the league. I mean, they just absolutely fly at linebacker. And... Speaking and they're of a tough. team that this... should try to go get Fournette, by the way. They have a nice stable Yeah, he'd be max, another place. But if you're talking yeah. about, like, hey, don't you don't have to move very far. You know, right. just drive southwest a little bit and come on over from the east coast of Florida, northeast of Florida, come on down to the midwest of Florida, and, uh, you know, let's, let's run for a championship. Yep. Conversely, Carolina is is the other team in this division. I'm actually surprised that they went with Bridgewater. Um, my guess is the only reason they did that is because they felt like they owed it to McCaffrey. And if they hit on it, great. You know, obviously Joe right. Brady be very familiar with yeah. him. If they hit on it, great. Then they don't have to worry about a quarterback. Uh, but there are limitations to what Teddy can do, and they probably felt like they owed it to McCaffrey. But because beyond that, uh, it's a clear rebuild here. Um, this is, you know, the first time in, in how long that either Cam Newton or Luke Keekley isn't on the roster. And, and so this is a, an absolute rebuild here, uh, in New Orleans. They went Derek Brown early in the draft. Uh, I was surprised they didn't go Isaiah Simmons. It seemed like a natural that they would go Simmons there and they didn't. They went Derek Brown instead. So they we'll feel see how they that have worked one out. And Shaq Thompson. Yeah. Maybe they That's do. That's the thing. I mean, they think they have, and I've, and I've, when I was playing against the Panthers and I was, while well, I wasn't playing, I was sitting up in the, in the press box because I was on IR, but as I was watching, they they would line up Shaq Thompson at the nickel at safety at linebacker. So mm-hmm. he's that they believe he's that guy. Maybe they didn't want another one, but uh, Big Derek Brown on the inside is a nice pickup for them. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll be nice, and he's going to need to be. This is a big build. This is another team that's in the running, I think, for the in the Trevor Lawrence Justin Fields sweepstakes. Yep, 
It's, yep. it's, it's kind of what it is. Uh, Matt Rule, year one, going to get a long window here to do it right. New ownership, they're going to throw around a lot of money. So um, this is they've had a good run in Carolina where they've played for Super They haven't won one, but they played in Super Bowls. They've had superstar players for 20 years. So, you know, it's it's and they still have one. They've got the best running back in football and the, should be the number one pick in anybody's fantasy draft in Christian McCaffrey. So um, they'll be a fun team to watch and grow. And if, if Bridgewater's great, great. Then they won't have to go quarterback, and they can they can go other ways, and they can build it that way. If he's not, they're going to be in position because they're not going to win a lot of games. They're going to be in position to draft, you know, Fields or whoever's the whoever Jacksonville doesn't draft. Uh, let's hit the categories on these two teams. Could you live here or vacation here in either Tampa yes. or Charlotte? Yes, uh, both. Both. Yes, I mean Charlotte is amazing. Um, I would live on. I would I mean, give me a reason. I'll be on Lake Norman in a second. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, their downtown's great. Been there multiple times. Um, Tampa, same. I've been there multiple times. This is where my grandpa lived before he passed. I, I played there. Um, both are amazing. Different, but both are. I could, I could live a vacation in either. I wouldn't probably vacation in either, but I because I've been to Tampa so much, there's no yeah. reason for me to go back. But I could live in both. I think you could live in both. Uh, you have to be specific. You, I like your Lake Norman comment on Charlotte, and in Tampa, you've got to be on the coast. You got to be on the water uh, because inland it's just a swamp. Uh, do you like their quarterback situations? Love Tampa. Uh, don't like uh, Carolina at all. Um, Teddy Two Glove, you know, it's going to be all intermediate and and short passes. Uh, you're right, you know, if you hit, hey, you know what, we, we got a little something, but I feel like he's not a guy that's going to carry. What it does is he keeps you lukewarm. You know, like he's yeah. not a guy that's going to get you over the top, uh, but he might get you to 7-9 to where you can't get a transformative quarterback for your team, so he kind of keeps you in no man's land. Yeah, that's dangerous. Obviously, Tampa with with Brady, you love it, um, and you love that spot. It's a two year window for him and them. Um, there's nobody behind him, so you know that'll be something that they'll have to identify in the, maybe next year's draft or something because they're young everywhere else. Um, and and as for you know Teddy, it's fine. I I think you hit on it though. You worry about it them inching closer to the road to nowhere than tank, which gets us to Super Bowl playoff ascending road to nowhere or tank. Buccaneers are obvious Super Bowl or bust. I think yep. the Panthers on a road to nowhere. Road to nowhere. That's, that would be bad. Flirt, and they're not busting because yeah, they, went, nine, you know, they paid ten. Teddy, but they're on the road to nowhere. They're in, they're lukewarm. Yeah, it's a tough. I I think you're probably you're no question right about the Bucks, and I it's it, they they were so close to a tank with Tampa, or I'm sorry with with Carolina. Like they could have played Greer or Allen, and then they would have tanked. Uh, but I just don't. I wonder if they just just they couldn't look Christian McCaffrey in the eyes and do that. Like you're gonna care, you're gonna touch it 400 right. times while we go two and 14. Right. I think that's a tough thing for a super duper star to take. So yeah. you bring in Teddy and you can have a little bit of belief, but that may cost you because you know it's hard for me to imagine them better than five and 11, which is what they were last year. Um, hard, hard to imagine it. We'll get some perspective. Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up. And Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cash back in the industry with up to 5% cash back on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet 25 bucks. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Active on this division coming up next. John Hendricks will join us, lead reporter for Saints News at Sports Illustrated. That's coming up next. Bishop and Lauren, I just right here on the fan. 
This is Ohio State basketball coach Chris Holtman on your home for Buckeye basketball, the fan. The fan. Ohio's sports destination. The finest distillation of sports talk in all of Ohio. This is Bishop and Laurenitis. Phil Bishop, James Laurinaitis with you here on a Tuesday edition. Let's head on the Brian Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. John Hendricks joins us, lead reporter for Saints News at Sports Illustrated. John, thanks for the time. Let's just jump right in with the team that you cover on the daily basis, uh, the New Orleans Saints. Obviously, three straight crippling losses in the playoffs. Last couple of years at home, two years ago with home field throughout. And you say to yourself, the window, how much of it is still open? How much does Drew Brees have left in the tank? I look at the roster, it looks like a Super Bowl or bust situation. Is that the feeling down there, and is the pressure mounting at all on Sean and Drew to make sure that they get that done this year? Yeah, look, I uh, I would tell you that definitely that's that's the way you look at it. It's definitely Super Bowl or bust window. I think this is their one of their final chances, and obviously their their best chance to do it with their 2017 draft class intact. So, look, I don't know if I'd say that the pressure is on Sean Payton and Drew Brees a lot, but. You know, those guys have handled pressure uh, situations before. And, look, I, I know that they've learned a lot from the playoff exits, a lot from each other, a lot from their team. So, look, I think they've got one of the best top-to-bottom rosters in the NFL. So I think they're most uh, most equipped to make a run at it. They just got to make sure that they exercise those playoff demons. John, how much longer are they going to be in this window with Drew? I mean, you see him every day. How's that shoulder? How's the arm? Um, obviously had an injury last year, but how, how much longer is this window, uh, do you believe, for the Saints? Well, look, I, I can tell you that he takes care of himself, and you probably know this too, James, is that he takes care of himself extremely well. Yeah, he's better very, than anyone. Uh, very good himself. And, and, look, his arm looks amazing. I mean, he's throwing 40-yard passes like they're just – they're nothing, I mean, effortlessly. And so you definitely want to see – that's encouraging to see that from him. Uh, again, he's got those four kids. He's got a wife. He's always active. So, look, I mean, when people ask the question, again, you know, you see him and he's extremely uh, well put together and takes care of himself. So, look, I think for him, a lot of people think this might be his last year. And, again, this is probably a talk we've had for the past, what, three or four seasons. Um, I think they realistically might have a two-year shot at this. But – you know, I, if you talk to Drew and you talk to people, it's, this is the year they're not looking past this year, um, and this is the time that they got to put it all together. And so I know Drew has a lot of hand in that, and so physically and, and his arm looks great uh, so far. John, before we move on to the other teams this division, kind of get a big-picture look at the division, uh, what are you hearing on Jameis? How's he look? Have you seen him? What is the team saying about him? It's former number one overall pick who has had quite a bit of success in this league despite the you know the interception problem obviously last year that manifested. Yeah, look, Jameis Winston has fit in amazing. Uh and he just he just looks comfortable here. Obviously, he had delayed sick surgery. That's a big thing. And then, you know, he slimmed down a lot, kind of went to more of a, a plant-based diet, if you will, and, and some, mixed in with some vegan. So, look, he looks great. And, you know, again, he's had his share of struggles. But he's, he's the thing that I like most about it, and this is something that Drew Brees had shared with us, is the fact of his willingness, you know, during all this COVID stuff. Obviously, you don't get to go into see a whole bunch of the film room, see a whole bunch of the film rooms and be a, a place when he joined this team. So, look, very intelligent. Basically, that that Tampa and everybody else is playing for second. Is that a theme from Sean? Is that a top-down thing? Um, is it just a confidence in his own squad? But um, I've been in a locker room with Cam. He's always been confident, but it feels like this year more than ever, I think, with, 
with Tom going to Tampa Bay that he's making it a statement of like, no, we're still the Kings down here in the South. Well, yeah, look, I mean, and you know, Cam, uh, Cam, that's just how he is, right? And I, I don't think you'll ever get a lot of that from Sean, but you know, with, with the Saints, uh, look, they three straight winners and the three straight division title winners. So, I mean, look, they're the Kings right now and they got to have somebody that, you know, dethrones them, if you will. And I know, and I get all the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer hype, but you know, I think Atlanta's probably the legitimate number two threat there just because of their talent. I think it's more of a situation where they're just, you know, for whatever reason, it's coaching or whatever. But, look, you know, again, if this is Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, LaShawn McCoy, all these guys from, you know, three to five years ago, I think it'd be a lot more cause for concern. And I think they'll be a better football team. But they still have a lot of question marks, you know, along their offensive line and, and then their secondary especially. So, you know, the Brady and them, they'll win some games by themselves. But, look, they still have a lot to figure out. But I think Gam's right. They're the Kings right now until somebody else comes and takes the, the crown from them. John, I, I, that's surprising to me. I, I, I think uh, Tampa Bay's pretty loaded, even even beyond the the Brady and, and Gronk situation, just with the talent they have on the outside, the talent they have at, at at tight end, what they did in the draft, and and at linebackers certainly up front, they they seem to be about as good as anybody. But what I'm more interested in is is what you like so much about Atlanta uh, specifically, because I see more holes in their roster, maybe. Yeah, look, and what I say, you know, with the Buccaneers, I think their secondary is the problem, and then their offensive line has got some work. But, you know, with the Falcons, again, their roster, again, you're talking about Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. We know they can move the ball downfield. I don't know if I'm 100% sold on Todd Gurley, and obviously with him having some injuries, you know, a little bit of a setback. But, you know, defensively, they have they have a good level of talent is what I would tell you. And, again, maybe it's been totally inconsistent, than uh, from year to year. But, again, when you look at this roster, you see guys like Dante Fowler Jr. could bring something to the table. And you know what you get with Deion Jones and, and other guys like that. I think they've got a lot of depth behind some of those starters that can help them out a little bit more. They just got to put it together, in my opinion. John, what's the what's the biggest hole do you see right now on that Saints team? You know, what's the one position maybe? Because I, I like with how that roster is assembled. It seems to have uh, leaders and experience across the board. And, and when you see Malcolm Jenkins there in the back end coming back, I mean, I know that's a guy that Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton uh, regret letting go the first time, but I, I just see leadership everywhere. But where where is a spot where you're saying, you know what, if we don't see a, a jump in X player, you know, this might be a, a – position of weakness for us yeah look I, I think there's two spots you look at i think the wide receiver battle besides michael thomas and Emmanuel sanders is what you got to look at um you know traquan smith is is kind of had an off and on type of of a uh, couple of years and so look from a number three wideout production perspective and the guys that are four and five on that team you know you definitely want to see them when they're called upon uh, deliver in those aspects. And, you know, Mickey Loomis and, and the coaches think a world of Traquan Smith. Drew Brees thinks that he has a great breakout year ahead of him. So, look, if they can get that, then that's going to take the pressure off of guys like Thomas and Sanders. And then you also got those other weapons like Jared Cook, Alvin Kamara out of the backfield, however they choose to use Taysom Hill, and then Josh Hill, who's very underrated. So, look, I think that's where you would look at it from the offensive perspective. And then defensively, just the linebacking core, you know, um, I just, just, because of the durability right there. You know what you have with DeMario Davis. Um, you know what you have with Craig Robertson. But, you know, when you talk about guys like Kiko Alonso that are coming back from a devastating injury or Alex Angeloni, uh, and then even Caden Ellis, a guy who plays special teams, you know, those are the only big question marks that I'd say is, 
you know, just are they going to be built to last an entire season? And, you know, the Saints need Alex Anzalone. They need Kiko Alonso in the mix. And DeMario Davis is a guy who's a stud for him. But uh, if you look at it, linebacker and wide receiver, just more of the depth positions is what I would be more concerned about for the team. John Hendricks, we appreciate your time and your expertise and sharing a little bit of with us today. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, guys. You'll have a good one. All right. That's John Hendricks, lead writer for St. News at Sports Illustrated. All right, threes, how do you have this division shaking out? So I have the Saints winning it um, closely. I think Saints and Bucks make the playoff. Falcons just miss, kind of flirt with 500, and then the Panthers are 2-14 and 14 or something like that. Yeah, I, I would flip. I'm going to flip the top two, so I will go Tampa Bay winning the division. I'll have New Orleans second. I think they. I think Tampa Bay. I think they could be both be 12 and four, something True. like that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of wins at the top. It'll be of this really division. close. Yeah, yeah it, it, Atlanta could be something in the. I think running it back a seven and nine, eight and eight situation for Atlanta, and I'm with you, Carolina. And and one thing that we've noticed because these are two two toughest divisions of the NFC that a lot of losses are going to have to start stacking up in the NFC East and the NFC North to make up for all of the wins that are stacking. Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cash back in the industry with up to 5% cash back on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Up in the NFC West and the NFC South. Yeah. Um, so there's some bad teams that we're going to get to over the next couple of days when we do the North and when we do the East. Coming up next, we hit Thing or Not a Thing. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on The Fan. Radio. It opens your mind to stimulating conversation and live sports. And best of all, it still costs zero dollars. The Fan. Ohio's sports destination. D drinking responsibly with a touch of class. Is Bishop and Morinitis. Chops is here as well. Time for a little thing or not a thing. Go Choppa. Bishop and Morinitis. Thing or not a thing. All right, here I am back to producer. Last oh, night. Oh, if you're big time in the world, oh, gosh. Self promotion oh, just continues for Chopper. Oh, the ego on the Chopper. Give him a microphone for a couple hours and look out, ladies. Last night, Jimmy Butler became just the third Miami Heat player to score 40 points in a playoff game, joining LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Thing or not a thing? Well, it's a thing because of how good Miami is. And they kind of are a kryptonite for Milwaukee in that they can run Bam Adebayo at the Greek Freak, and it's a problem. Um, And Miami... (laughs) They have drafted incredibly well. Like Tyler Hero's a star. Adebayo's a star. Like they've they are long, they are athletic, they can shoot, they're deep. They are a problem. They can absolutely win the East. They're going to be really good for a long time. And the bigger thing that maybe comes of this is they are the perfect landing spot for Giannis when he becomes a free agent. It's been rumored forever. If you drop him on that roster, and then you're going to start hanging banners left and right. Oh, man. Come on. You can't do it if you can't beat him. Join him thing, Giannis. you got to at least beat him this year and then join them. You know, how then let them get over the hump. Uh, <laughs> I struggle with NBA stuff like this because, you know, you see – um, you know, a team lose game one, you're like, oh, are they in trouble? I, I'll, I'll take your word for it that Miami's as deep as they are. Um, 
my question: Can can Jimmy get them forty a night? Does he need to get them forty a night? For he, them doesn't to win? I guess to. It's the first. No. he doesn't need to. No, he doesn't need to. Okay, he doesn't need to. Nope, no. They've got a lot of people. Like Drogic was great yesterday. They're fun. They're fun. really fun to watch. They play the right way. All right. Adam Schefter reporting that Chargers safety Derwin James needs surgery on his right knee and is expected to miss six to eight months. Thing or not a thing? Oh, big thing. Yeah. You know, he has trouble being healthy. Um, I When I saw Jalen Ramsey tweet that I got your back this year, they're best friends. They both played on the same team at Florida State. By the way, that FSU team, if you want to think about a team that doesn't maybe get enough credit for how talented it was, yeah. go look at 14-15 Florida State, or 13-14 yeah. Florida State that had Jameis, had Derwin James, had Jalen Ramsey, um, among others. Tevin Smith, on the, I mean, just loaded. Was the Marcus so, Joyner on there? Uh, I'm pretty sure... I mean, there, there certainly was crossover on yeah. those, but they were just absolutely loaded. But this is this is devastating for them. And with him, I didn't think they were a Super Bowl contender because of the quarterback situation. Without him, it's just another huge blow to the back end of their defense. This stinks because we're we're missing as football fans one of the most dynamic players on a defensive football field in the NFL. You know, like That's the stuff right. that he can do. Um, I'm not sure everyone really truly knows it because of where he plays, um, and then obviously getting injured a year ago. But he is—he's basically a version of Isaiah Simmons, and we're not being able to see it. The Kansas City Chiefs have reportedly reached contract extensions through 2025 with head coach Andy Reid and general manager Brett Veach. Thing or not a thing? Big thing. Big thing. Um, the Hunt family who I think did a pretty good job here with the crew, despite some tough circumstances earlier, everything up until the sale to pre-court, um, has, has, has handled themselves very... Clark Hunt's crushed this. Um, he's, he's, think about the money he put in escrow mm-hmm. this summer alone for who he had to pay uh, with all of that guaranteed money that he did. And now to get these two locked up long-term, they've got a chance to have a Brady... Belichickian type run here with these yep. guys all working together in concert. They do, and Andy Reid's the boss. Veach is, you know, it's it's under Andy, so yep. it's it's a pretty smart thing that they have going. If if there was ever an opportunity for someone to kind of seize that dynasty type of success, now I don't know if they can do it as long as the Patriots, but they'll have the quarterback. They'll have the quarterback for the same amount of length due to his extension. So. Um, it's exciting to see, and, and you, you can't be happier for a guy than, than Andy Reid and what he's gone through in his career to finally be in this situation. This tweet from the Miami Herald's Barry Jackson. Miami OC Rhett Lashley says, Kane's not ready to announce to Eric King's backup. We've heard Perry and Van Dyke have both received some second-team snaps. Perry's experience is a huge factor working to his advantage. Van Dyke has impressed everyone. Thing or not a thing? Isn't he a receiver now? Tate? Who knows? Tathan? Isn't he a receiver? Tathan Martell? Look, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not... To me, I, I think we're all too hard on that kid. We're part of the problem. Right? We use his fame and celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, we use his fame and celebrity to help recruit that class. Uh, he was, you know, was never somebody who was on the level of the talent at quarterback that was going to be, you know, a player. You could see that right away. He just wasn't. He was never. You could see that. I remember they did something. Uh, it was him, Danny Clark, and Emery Jones. Remember him? They yeah. were all at a Friday Night Lights in the summer. And you looked, and I went, there's no way Martell's ever going to play. And that was just because of Emery Jones. Right. Let alone Justin Fields and everything that's happened since. So, you know, it was. I, it, he's a he's kind of a Instagram QB. Yeah. Is what he is. It's. 
You know, he's not helping himself with the way he carries himself, but, you know, he's just not a Division One quarterback. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, you really you can, you can feel bad for him because the peak of his celebrity is the high school series. Yeah. You know, that's tough to deal with when you're really young. Yeah, and you live in a silo where you have a couple hundred thousand followers on your social media channels, and you think you're really important, and people well, tell you how great for. you are, and then the reality paid for that did come out. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Last one. The best damn band in the land released a teaser video of a maybe virtual performance. The tweet said, if you don't have any popcorn at home, you're going to want to get some ready for Thursday. Hashtag TBDBITL141. Thing or not a thing? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It just seems so... I don't know if I can even watch the band without football, to be honest. I know for a fact. I mean, I love them. But, like, it's part of... The football, like independently, I don't even yeah. know how I would view it. Doesn't work for me. Yeah, doesn't work for me. I'm mean, good it. for them for trying, but it just Go salts Bucks. the wound that we don't have football. Yeah, this of course it does. it does. Salts the wounds. Of course yeah. it does. We are uh, we are it's really the appetizer the to the main course, Bo. Of course, you know. Yeah. If I can't uh, have one the... thing I will say about us too, where it comes to the best damn band, we are the. It's the only place I've ever been, and as as documented, I've seen a lot of big time college football games at various places over this country. It's the only place I've ever been where nobody moves at halftime because the band's coming. Oh, of course, it's, it's the, only, the place only place I've ever I've been, been where everyone that, raises to their feet when the band comes out. Yep. Yeah, where the, and, when and the band comes out before that. the game, all yep. the seats are full for the band. Yep. There's no other place that I've been that's like that, and there's a lot of big bands. There's no other place like. Honestly, the most similar Apple for Apples is probably HBCUs. Yep. Like Florida A and M, the Marching One Hundred, like they had that where it was almost even. It was even more of it where it was the only thing they were there for is the band. Like some of those big classic games when they play like the Florida Classic against Bethune Cookman, they would fill the Citrus Bowl, and then as soon as they were done with the halftime, it'd empty out. The football was. Yeah. Second tier to the band uh, for Florida A&M. Uh, will the- hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cash back in the industry with up to 5% cash back on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet 25 bucks. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CAA survived this. And bubble basketball? Plus, we have a schedule of games on CBS for the SEC. Wild times, these kids. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on The Fan. Weeping your jackets, flagship station since day one. All the goals, all the action, all the memories. Your home for the Columbus Blue Jackets, The Fan, Ohio sports destiny. It's first Friday somewhere. That's a big sense of freedom. You're listening to Bishop and Laurenitis. All right, final hour here on a Tuesday. You see this uh, SEC football schedule on CBS is out. I did see that, yes. Little hype video. <laughs> Just the bitter. The so bitter. bitter taste in your mouth. I did see that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you'll that. get yep. uh, Mississippi State at LSU on Saturday, September 26th. Texas A&M at Alabama on the third SEC game of the week. So they'll see who's good. Georgia at Bama in prime time on the 17th of October. Uh, they'll have another game of the week on the 24th. LSU at Auburn on the 31st. 
Florida, Georgia on November 7th. Alabama at LSU on Saturday, November 14th. Three more games of the week where basically they'll see who's good and who's not. I will watch all of this. You know what yep. I came to the conclusion of, um, and I will love it, what, what, I will, what I came to the conclusion of in the first hour when we were talking about uh, the Big Ten and it's been kind of a theme for the last three weeks, you know, here on the program, is that we are unlike many of the teams in our league. Yes. That as an athletic department, as a football program, that we are more in line with the SEC mm-hmm. than we are with the teams in our league, the majority of the teams in our league who voted 11-3 to to not play football. Okay. So, and if you yep. know, I mean, the idea that the Big Ten would lie in an affidavit when they're, they're, the lawyer for the Big Ten, the chief lawyer, lawyer for the Big Ten is a former U.S. attorney, that they would lie in an affidavit is nonsensical. Um, so, it was, a, it, that's your vote, 11 to 3. It was us, it was Iowa, and it was Nebraska um, that voted for. It wasn't 8 to 6. It was, it was pretty conclusive. And, and we are unlike the other teams in, in our league that we don't really fit them we fit them from an academic profile we fit them from a big state you up north profile we fit them in a you know big hospital on campus profile we do not fit them academically we do not have the same ideals doug said this a couple of weeks ago with us we're the only one that wakes up every saturday and says this is for a national championship penn state's probably close to that michigan probably aspires to that but i don't know if it's in their heart of hearts as proven by them voting not to play I'll so, say this. Penn State says it in the sense of we can't lose this weekend because if we can only beat OSU. Yeah, that's true. You know, like that's so true. they have they have that feeling of shoot, if we lose this weekend, if we get upset yeah. ever, you know, but we're also the only school that like there's no fear of Ohio State losing unless it's at Happy Valley right now. I mean, that's, that's right. I mean, and that's just a that's general. Like that's the one location in the entire conference whiteout situation to where you're like, okay, now now things start to get a little closer. Other than that, okay, at the big house, at home, who cares? Who cares? Other Play than that, it feels fluky. If you it lose, fluky, right? Yes. It's, it's the only you one beat where yourself. you go, okay. Yeah, yes. you, you blew it. You blew it. Yeah. Um, I can still see a Rondale Moore running. Um, this this is the other, this is what I was going to say. That's this so is true. my Gosh. kind of kind oh, of my conclusion what, on what this. What were we doing on defense? You just Great derailed question. the whole segment. <laughs> That's not good. See, that's what can't happen on the uh, on the eighth grade eight eight year old CYL. We can't have that, man. Um, no. What I, that's why we devised this plan. Um, what I was going to say is this: here's the reality. I don't care about the rest of this league. Truly, right? You 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 work for BTN, so you go to these games and you study these teams left and right. And I'll be very candid with you guys: I don't watch the rest of this league other than the games we play in. Or the instances where Penn State, Michigan plays a team of of similar, plays Wisconsin. Right. Bo Bishop is not sitting down to watch Iowa and Minnesota. I'm not watching Nebraska and Illinois. It doesn't interest. If I have to pick between that and an SEC game, I'll take the SEC. If I have to watch that or Oklahoma against Oklahoma State, I'll watch that. It's it's the talent in this league is just not there week in and week out through 14 teams the way that it is especially in the SEC. So that that's the one thing that I've kind of learned with. I've I've, I've come to grips with over the course of the last 3 weeks is number 1, we are we are on an island 
The only other teams on the island with us are Nebraska and Iowa, and unfortunately, because of geographical circumstances and just an inability to attract the bluest of blue-chip talent, especially at the skill positions, uh, certainly Iowa's done a fantastic job in the trenches, um, they are never going to be teams that are competing for national titles. So we're one of one in our league. That's what yeah. I've learned over the last three weeks. And that, that when I think about this league in general, we have nothing in common with Indiana, Purdue, Northwestern, Illinois, Minnesota, Rutgers, Maryland. We don't have anything in common with, with them, with Iowa, with Nebraska, with Wisconsin, with Michigan State. We have something kind of in common with Penn State and historically with Michigan. But beyond that, there just isn't the same thought process with that, where athletics is concerned. And I don't know what can change, buddy. Probably nothing. Well, not but football. But we've been bit by this. Least, we got, you know, we really got think, bitten by this. I think that's the thing is it's it's when you talk about the pure football conversation, it's one on one. You know, we are one on one in our conference. Now, when you go to the other sports, um, I think that's what athletic directors weigh, right? Because I'm sure, no question, Michigan State's look, Michigan State looks at us, looks at the other, and they say, you know, we're the, we're really the the big dog in college basketball. Although there's way more parity. It's not apples to apples, their domination of the Big Ten compared to what Ohio State has been in football. Not at all. But we talk about... No, and there have been others that popped up. Yes, I mean, Michigan, total, Michigan has played for national titles. Ohio State has gotten to the Final Four. Uh, yes. While we haven't won, the Big Ten hasn't won national titles in basketball. There have been teams who Indiana has been a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Like the, Wisconsin's played for national championships yes. in the last 15 yes. years. So th- there, there's been a bunch of teams in this league and the other sports that have contended. Football, though... It's an island of one. It is. It is. Now, in every other sport, you would argue um, it's probably more well-balanced. I'm, I'm ignorant to – I know we've dominated in things like tennis and well, I'm synchronized sure swimming, but I think there's only eight synchronized swimming programs in the country. But uh, anyway, right. we're one of them. But um, rowing is very well. Like I think we, we – there. When, when you're an athletic director, you look at all of your programs. Now, obviously, the main moneymaker is football. So when you're Ohio State, we're one of one, right? But when the, in totality, um, our our athletic program is extremely healthy. Um, maybe other sports were in line with those conferences, and maybe we're a little everything's a lot more competitive in other sports. But in the main moneymaker, and the one that the majority of your fans and people rally around in football – we are, by and large, extremely different. Um, opening week, I mean, I'll never forget opening day at Ryan Field. They're playing uh, University of New Mexico, Las Vegas is Northwestern. I'm on the game, and it was like basically like high school band day. So like bands and them actually came free, and it still wasn't even halfway sold out. Like half the people there were invited by the Northwestern for free, you know, and it still wasn't even half full on a beautiful yeah. 70-some-degree day in Evanston. Um, not that there was a lot of hype, but it was a, like one of the first games Hunter Johnson was going to play. Like he knows, like regardless, it was a football Saturday in a Big Ten city. You'd think, okay, yeah, nope, not even close to halfway uh, full. And so, just as a culture and what football means to the campus, I think it's Ohio State, Nebraska, Iowa, um, other in Penn State, Penn State. But even, yeah. but I mean, and, I've, and, and I, I can say Penn State because I've done games at Penn State, um, you know, 3.30 or a nooner. You know, I've, I've done the Penn State-Michigan State where it wasn't a whiteout, and it fills up, you know. Um, now it's not nearly the same as Ohio State-Penn State, but in all fairness, you know, Ohio State-Illinois isn't the same as Ohio State-Penn State in the shoe, you know, if someone was visiting both. Yeah. So um, regardless, I just think 
the longer what's happened under Urban and then now Ryan is you've realized there's a, such a distinct gap. And the only people that are even worth mentioning just for the sake of the conference are Penn State. I don't, I don't even know if Michigan's there anymore. I don't, well, I and what's interesting, like and I, I think you can there. actually look at that rivalry between us and them as as kind of a bigger picture of the microcosm for the league. Yeah. That we have, you know, we lap them, and yet it still seems like we care more about it. That we hate them more than they hate us, even though we own them. You know what it like is I about? See, I think I, we just it, respect the game of football more than maybe other universities. Well, it matters more here. It's the slogan of the SEC. It just matters more. We are more similarly aligned with Alabama and the teams that I covered in the South, Florida and yeah. Florida State, Clemson and, and LSU and Georgia. We are more similar to – we fit more with that ideology from a football standpoint by far than we yes. do than the rest of this Even league. Even though we've and, owned it and we've owned the conference, if we lose that game, if we lose any game, despite all of our success over the last decade, two decades, whatever you want to call it, we lose any game, and our first instinct is, what the hell happened? That's not acceptable. This is crap. They lose a yeah. game. It's, oh, okay, well, back to our, our beautiful halls and our nice little classrooms, and we're Michigan, leaders of the West. Like, there's, not that, there's not that angry, vile, I want to throw up, I can't believe we just lost. That doesn't exist and maybe any other school but Penn State and Nebraska. Now, Nebraska's had to vile and throw up way too much, you right? Know, like, they're, they're being yeah. to a point where their pride's they hurt. They just can't. Yeah. You know, and they just can't you know, anymore. But that vile anger of losing up there, I just don't sense it. Like, that fan base has gone from that somewhere, Bo, to a, fa- to a place of... Yeah, I think we're we're where we should be. You know, nine and three every. Night. I mean, ten and two. Look, Jim's well, won ten games. Okay, great. Yeah. You know what? Hang that participation trophy. Oh, you already have Big Ten East co-champs. That's what I losers think they're do. Okay with hanging it. Right. They're, they're okay, okay with, with hanging being it. close. Like I think they understand yeah. where they are. They and that's a loser's mentality, compete. Bo. That's it a is. loser's mentality. There's no question. But that's what they are. They are losers. They've won twice in twenty years. So they they are. Uh, you know, for forever they comp- they were viewed to compare against us. We've lapped them. We've left them in the dust for two yeah. decades. Like it's that's how long it is. You bring up Penn State, a buddy of mine, great great friend of mine, Penn State alumnus, and even he is quick to it. Not like it means so much to him. And they are really similar to Nebraska in terms of like the. And it's a tough place to get to. Like if this is. It's not like there's three million people around the campus. It's a right. tough place to get to. We uh, know that you can't fly in there. All of that. It's, even it's a, a tough, tough drive. drive. It's impossible yeah. fly. It's it really stinks. Even if you live in PA, it's tough. Um, so it's tough for their alumni to get back. But they still show up. But they also have an understanding of where they are. That in a perfect storm, they might be at Ohio State once. But the expectation there is not to beat Ohio State twice in five years. It's once in five. Yep. That's it. I mean, that, like, if when they lose to us, they're like, all right, that's fine. Let's get to the Rose Bowl. Like, Penn State's idea is let's be competitive against Ohio State. Let's try and get to the Rose Bowl if Ohio State's in the in the playoff. That's kind of their thinking. Yep. We're the and every only now and one again, where maybe the we'll idea is. And we'll get into the playoff, yeah. right? Like, every once in a while. Yeah, that's certainly when we have where, they've had South, special teams with a ton of talent. And the South County and Georgia, the that's not their that. attitude to each other. Like, Florida doesn't no. say, oh, I hope to beat Georgia once in five years. No. Or vice it's versa. It's not that way at LSU. It's not that way at Texas A&M. It's not that way at Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Georgia. That's six of them. You could argue the two Mississippi teams who were ranked number one in the original uh, you know, college football playoff poll, Mississippi State was. Like, yeah. that's what they aspire to. Yeah. 
So that's that's the difference, and we're more in line with that, and that's never been more clear than the last month, that we are a bit on an island, and the two teams fighting with us are Iowa and Nebraska, and they have a similar thought process than we do, but the vast majority in this league do not. And that- hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cashback in the industry with up to 5% cashback on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call one 800 gambler it's been very made plainfully clear uh, over the course of the last month can the ncaa survive this and in the meantime bubble basketball <laughs> bubble lacrosse coming too yeah. we'll get to all of that coming up next bishop bishop and lauren is right here on the fan if you miss a buckeye game it's because your radio is in tune to the right place always and forever your home for the buckeyes the fan ohio sports destiny Two men complaining about first world problems. You're not getting the point, kid. This is Bishop and Morinitis. All right. Uh, so the football is its, is its own issue. Uh, and we start talking about the basketball. Now, the NCAA makes nothing off of football. Not a dime. So their money, well, I guess from the FCS playoffs, I suppose... Their money comes from hoops and the NCAA tournament. And they missed a tournament. And that's a big miss from a financial standpoint. That's an enormous miss not to deliver that. And they said, you know what? Or are saying, you know what? We're not going to miss another one. So this was revealed yesterday that the NCAA has applied to trademark the phrase battle in the bubble. Uh, they're interested in putting it on apparel, the clothing items, footwear, trademark the phrase, could go uh, live with better, athletic contest games, tournaments, and exhibition. The NCAA's television, radio, multimedia programs around those events, a list of clothing items, the NCAA's application include athletic uniforms. So this would take the place of March Madness. If you didn't know, if you own a business and you wanted to do a March Madness sale, you can't. You can't do a March Mayhem sale. You can't do any of that stuff because the NCAA owns it. And trademarks yep. it and profits off it tremendously. Battle so in the bubble. You better bubble it all, baby. Well, you hit it. You hit it. Uh, you better you better bubble it all because if you're going to play football, then as we know, you've got to or basketball rather, you have to play all of it. Yep. You got to play all of it. And women's basketball, women's yep. tennis, women's soccer. Hey, hey, over here. We need uh, yeah, Title Nine. We need a battle. How are in the they going too? to decide? How are they going to go about deciding which teams get to make it to the bubble to play? How is it safe to play if it's if it's unsafe to play this fall in the non in the non revenue sports as the NCAA has doomed? They canceled all fall uh, sports. If it's unsafe to do that, yeah, I would love to hear how it's safe to play basketball. Mm. Starting, I mean, we're a little more than a month from the start of practice. Yeah, November, end of October, November. You're talking about the start of college basketball. So if all that's the case, how is it safe to play? How are you going to play basketball and you can't play the fall sports? Yeah. Forget football. Take it out of it. So NCAA fall championships that were canceled, right? They canceled all fall championships. So that's cross country. That's field hockey. That's football, soccer, men's and women's volleyball, water polo, if you're into that. Winter sports, though. 
All right, this is this is what this falls under with men's basketball, women's basketball. So you got a ice hockey, men and women's. What about rifle? What about fencing, men and Pretty women? Pretty easy to bubble. There's, there's fencing. <laughs> you know, like you better bubble everybody. Got to bubble it all, man. Bubble it all. Indoor track and field. Yep. Better make sure we're all in this little bubble environment. Wrestling. I mean, financially, how could we you better... ever do it? <laughs> I don't know. How could you That's ever for them do to figure all this? Out. They're supposed to answer the big questions. They don't, but they're supposed to answer those. I do wonder if this will all be too much for them to come back from. Like, I who's... Think, yeah. Where's the I, war I, chest to pay for all of this? If they miss a second college basketball tournament, who's paying all these salaries? Right. In the NCAA. I mean, they've gotten rich off of these kids. Yeah, they have. For all this time. Like, who's going to make... And as we talked about with Ohio State with the football model, the same is true in basketball. I remember talking to Gordon Gee about this almost a decade ago. Like, why are we splitting, as, as members of the Big Ten Conference, why are we splitting the revenue with everybody who plays Division One? Right. Why are we splitting with teams in the American or the CAA or the MEAC or... Mac or whatever. Why would we split with them? Why wouldn't we just keep all the money? The reason there's the money in the college basketball tournament is because of us in Carolina and Kansas and Kentucky and Duke and UCLA. That's why CBS pays the money. Yeah, we love it. Make no mistake. You love a first weekend NCAA tournament Cinderella story. You don't even mind a second round, uh, a second weekend NCAA Cinderella story. Everyone wants to see the Blue Bloods in the Final Four. They all want Nobody to the wants yep. Virginia and Texas Tech playing for a national championship. No. no one wants George Mason in a Final Four. Why do you think Jim Nance is always on the Duke games or the Kentucky games? He's always in those regions. Because those are the ones that make it worth the while to pay what they pay. That's why CBS and TNT pay what they play is because the steady diet of Kentucky and Kansas and Duke and Carolina and Michigan State and Ohio State, UCLA. That's why. So why are we sharing? Yeah. And if the NCAA, the idea that the NCAA could somehow, in the, even in the non-revenue sports, govern Ohio State the same way it does Murray State, that's impossible. Yep. They have different needs. They have different restrictions, different abilities. Drastically so. I'm just, I, I want to know the first school who gets like sanctioned by, by NCAA violations especially in football, should just say, no, no, go to hell. Not we've happen. had that, not so overt, but we've had some of that. Should be super overt now for prove it. I mean, you, don't yeah. even, you don't even determine the championship here. You have no control to shut down conferences. Yeah. You let three play and two shut down. So no, no, I'm not going to listen to your little advice here. I think yeah. it's embarrassing that we ever gave it up for tattoos. At it the time, is. We were like, naive. Sure. That that was a time, I mean, boy, both us and Penn State, and those obviously very, very, very different things. I'm not combining them from the standpoint of, of the actions, merely saying that both of those things were, yes, sir, may I have another. Punish me all you want. Take anything you want. That was the way we viewed it. We'll give you everything. Here's everything. Here's what we did. Be compliant. Uh, from that point, and really us, we were the shining example of this of, of from a negative standpoint because everybody else after that, basically said, prove it. Prove it. And we didn't. We panicked with Tress on the cover of Sports Illustrated in May. By the way, in a story that there was really nothing new to. There's nothing new in it. 
and we panicked, and we we ran him out. Would you run him out now? No. Yeah, but though yeah. that was the that was the time, that was the time. And since then, in the nearly, it's hard to believe it's been that long, but in the nearly decade plus since then, um, you've pushed back and you've said, "Prove it." I mean, it's been two seasons since Sean Miller. He coached the rest of that season and all of last year. Like the Kansas stuff with Bill Self, prove it. North Carolina basketball, prove it. And even when there is proof, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> they don't. They don't get hit. You know. So I, I just wonder, like, can they – they've been able to pull this card game off, this house of cards off for a lot of years. Are they still going to be able to do it, maintain the am- amateurism, maintain the limited liability? Can they pull that off across all – Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the Hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cashback in the industry with up to 5% cashback on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Bucks. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports. I think you can in basketball alone, but unfortunately, they're not pros, so they all have to be treated the same. And I have a hard way finding the roadmap for that. Adam Jardy covers uh, the Buckeyes for the Dispatch and been around college sports a long time. We'll run some of this by him coming up next. Listen to Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on the Fan. Can't get enough Buckeyes? We've got you covered. The Buckeye Show. The Buckeye Show. Show. Weeknights at six. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. A linebacker and a man of leisure. This doesn't even make sense. You're listening to Bishop and Laurenitis. Boy, it never ceases to amaze what will come across your Twitter feed. This from the president, the president, President Trump. Had a very productive conversation with Kevin Warren, commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, about immediately starting up Big Ten football would be good. Uh, parentheses great for everyone players fans country on the one yard line he tweets out austin ward with this information saying primary issue for getting rapid testing from new government stockpile it's awesome if this is pulled off of course it would have to go to all the fall sports not just football the testing would have to go to all the fall sports because you have to keep that part of it up um and so that this is these are interesting times we're in let's head on on the pride heating cooling systems fan guest hotline adam jarvey covers buckeye basketball for the dispatch but has been covering big time college athletics here for a very very long time uh adam i i just read the tweet from the president like you, you it's the amateurism part too right like it's got to be everything it can't just be football yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, and I, I think that what they what they will draw the line with, or what they'll be able to say to sort of cover that that track, is that no one is going to be forced to do anything. Whether we're talking a bubble, whether we're talking resuming play amid the pandemic, no one's going to be made to do anything. So if you say, you know what, yeah, my team is, is scheduled to resume action, but I don't feel comfortable doing it, you're still going to have your scholarship, you're still going to have an opportunity to compete next year, and so they can, you know, they're they're not dictating or mandating anybody to do anything. So Adam, what, what what's what's your yeah. view? Like, if if this is so, out, I guess it's every conference for themselves when it comes to football. What's the expectation for basketball right now? I mean, it, it feels like it's really not that far away. Um, right. Everything's moving so quickly. Just what's 
if, if the NCAA and just all of college football can't get on the same page, I'm assuming that out west the Pac-12 ain't playing college basketball or winter sports. Um, I don't know what this will do to the Big Ten and all that, but I just I'm wondering. It kind of feels like football was the king. It was the main money maker for a lot of these athletic programs, and you felt, gosh, if they can't do that, then how are they going to do anything through what's assuming people are assuming is going to be a worse season with the flu and all that. How on earth are you going to do athletics then? What's your optimism for a, for a winter basketball season for college? I have a lot of optimism that there's going to be a season, and I, I feel confident in saying there's going to be an NCAA tournament. And a lot of that comes from, as we've seen this, this thing go on and we've seen the different sports kind of react, college basketball, for the, by and large, has acted sort of together. I mean, I, I've, I've talked to different people throughout the sport across the country who have told me about like different coaches in completely different conferences all working together and coming up with plans and formulating ideas on how if we have to do a bubble, here's how we can do it with uh, these teams and these teams, and we can bring in you know teams that, that need buy games. And like, th- There's a very strong collaborative feel within college basketball that I honestly don't feel exists in, in college football. It's, I think college basketball coaches and administrators and the NCAA understand how vital it is that they have a season and that they have a tournament. And they're doing everything they can collaboratively to make sure that it happens. Well, and, and the, the common denominator, though, as you mentioned, Adam, is the NCAA, that they all play in the NCAA tournament. Football does not. Right. So football is, you know, in that sense, is completely on its own in individual, uh, individual conferences where basketball is all together. Um, okay, you're going to bubble the, the tournament. I think that's pretty easy to do. The NBA has shown you're able to do that. Um, how are you going to how, – how do you foresee bubbling a season? And how do you do that? without suggesting that it's necessary, and if you suggest and acknowledge that it's necessary, aren't you also acknowledging that they are different from regular students and different than the rest of the student-athletes? And then in that turn, aren't you then saying they're pros? (laughs) To an extent, yes. Uh, The counter that I would say to that is that what you're going to be doing with these, I mean, yeah, they'll be theoretically on a campus somewhere, you know, doing, taking their classes and things like that. But uh, most of these guys, most of these students this year are going to be taking a lot of online classes anyway. So honestly, like being confined to a bubble for a period of time so you can play X number of games won't be all that drastically different from the average student's experience. So I think in that way, it it, it won't be like crazy different. But what what they do have working for them is the fact that, uh, you know, these campuses by and large are going to have significant periods. There's not going to be anybody around. I mean, college basketball deals with this already anyway, where they're playing yeah. games through December and everybody's home. So you're going to have these, these, these windows of opportunity where you're going to be able to say, you know what, if we, can, if we feel comfortable that X number of teams are up on their testing and, and are following safety protocols where we're not endangering ourselves or, we're, or possibly spreading this amongst our team, then we can bring seven teams to campus and we can play four games in 10 days and then everybody goes home and then you, you break and then you, you test, 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 and you do it again. I think that's an imminently uh, doable. And I, I think especially I've, I've heard from a lot of coaches in the last two, three weeks that these, these advances we're hearing about in testing, the more, this rapid testing, um, that's going to be a game changer because a lot of these schools, like these, these lower-level schools in, in Division One, don't have the money to, to constantly be testing at the, like, the rate of an Ohio State. But if they can get cheap, affordable testing that's accurate, that's a game changer, and that makes it much more likely that you can see a Moorhead State or a Towson still end up playing in Ohio State this year. Yeah, and Adam, it's not just basketball either, right? You got to talk about women's right. ice hockey. You got to go through all of this. So, 
do you do you believe that these? It's the same thing that we're dealing with football right now, right? It's just and, and credit the SEC. There's st- even with no fall championships, Alabama's soccer is still playing a <laughs> conference yeah, only they're season. They're doing it. They're keeping um, the, to they're avoid the, the amateurism up. thing um, and keep that illusion up. But you mentioned those smaller D one schools, right? Like this is all going to basically depend on that rapid test and the inexpensive test because how do you? Yep. And then, Adam, do you feel like, and I think we're seeing it in real time with North Carolina, I guess is my question. North Carolina is dealing with the fact that their football team's practicing, yet the students are home. And what that looks like. Yeah. Now, common sense would say, hey, that's actually better social distancing, right? Like, there's not students on yeah. campus and the, and the team's just around each other. It's kind of a pseudo-bubble without calling it right now. Facility and home, facility and home. Now, do you think that the, the, they continue to have handle that PR through a full winter um, I know they're used to playing through breaks and all that as well, but aren't you admitting that these athletes are then that much more important than the average students? And you know, are you opening yeah. up a can of worms? Yeah, you absolutely are. I mean, that that's one. I think that issue is just going to keep sort of. There's so many things. This is so multi-layered as far as how this can work and what it will look like. But I think that's going to continue to prop up as we get further and further along into this. Because yeah, I mean, if if you've got these athletes on campus and the rest of the campus is completely shut down for three months or something like that, then it becomes pretty clear. Like these guys, these girls, whoever, they're all different from the normal student athlete and we can't pretend otherwise. But again, I think what they will try to use and and the argument you're going to hear a lot is that nobody's being forced to do anything. And if they still want to remain on scholarship and they want to go home and and not participate, that we're going to honor those requests. And I do think you you did mention this, but there are definitely cases, um, lots of cases where these guys are better off on a campus where they have access to testing and medical facilities sure. and, and proper nutrition. And just, I mean, the, we all know, and James, I'm sure you know better than any of us, like the backstories of some of these guys and, and these athletes and where they come from. I mean, being on a campus where you're surrounded by a support system um, can be significantly better for them. So I do think that's, it's easy to sort of throw that out as a nice like little PR piece for, for the NCAA, but I do think there's, real, there's some real realness to that. No question. This was never about health and safety. They're not going to be healthier or more safe than inside the bubble of, of major college athletics when you think about the guys that we cover with football and basketball at Ohio State. What is Chris Holtman doing right now with his team? When's the last time he's he seen getting... him? What's he planning to do with them? <laughs> well, I haven't seen him uh, since March. Um, but, uh, I mean, I've spoken to him since then, obviously. And they're, uh, yeah. so right now they're, they're sort of in that process of reacclimating back and getting through all their testing and everything. All the players got back to campus. Um, it's been like a week and two days because um, classes started on the 25th. So they went home on July 31st. They had like three weeks at home. They got back. And so before you can start sort of using facilities and doing workouts and things like that, you have to go through about two weeks of testing and things like in training and reacclimation. And that's, that's what they're doing right now. Then they can start sort of working their way into um, getting ready for whenever the season is going to start. It's amazing. Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cash back in the industry with up to 5% cash back on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. It's amazing times we live in. Adam, thank you so much for your time, bud. Good to hear from you again. Always great to talk to you guys. Thanks for having me. 
All right, that's our buddy Adam Jardy on the uh, on the basketball and on the NCAA and everything else. Look, normally you do three things last, but I think you know when the president of the United States is tweeting about the Big Ten and they're on the one yard line. It probably requires a little bit of attention, so we will give it some coming up next. Bishop and Laurinaitis right here on the fan. Season ticket holder from day one, us two. Now and forever, your flagship home of the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. A show that knows its limitations. Still learn to control that. You're listening to Bishop and Laurinaitis. All right, final segment here on a Tuesday. Typically we hit three things, uh, but I think when the number one topic discussed on this show for the last, I don't know, 25 weeks has been... Will the Big Ten play football? And we've dealt with everything we've dealt with for the last three weeks. Um, and then you have the President of the United mm-hmm. States here in the last half hour saying, quote, tweeting, quote, had a very productive conversation with Kevin Warren, commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, about immediately starting up Big Ten football. Would be good, parentheses, great for everyone, players, fans, country, on the one-yard line. I assume that the same would happen to the Pac-12 if he was going to do it for the Big Ten, that he would have the same rules. Whatever applies to the Big Ten, I assume they would also play apply to the Pac-12 if those schools would want if to play. If the Pac-12 were open. I'm not sure, sure the Pac-12 is open. I'm not so sure what... There's I'm been not no, sure the Big Ten's open. What was their votes? I mean... Right. Here's the thing. Here's Real quick. There's right, a lot of swing this. states in the Big Ten. Of course. And this is <laughs> like, Trump trying to make a play. to be like, I saved football for you, Michigan, Ohio, uh, oh, yeah. Pennsylvania, I mean, the, the election comes Wisconsin. through this part of the country. Yeah. So... He can't win the election without winning Ohio, yeah. by the way. No Republican Wait, and by the way, the office without Ohio. I don't care that it is. I really don't. I, I, what I want is Ohio State football back. Yes. And I want to, one other thing that I want to say is when we talk about amateurism on this show, when we talk about the hurdles between playing or not, I'm doing that as a, as an, to be honest to you, the listener. I could sit here and paint a picture of just bring football back and there's no other consequences to it. And frankly, right. that's what I I don't truly I am very appreciative of the fall non-revenue sports and the athletes and the work that they put in and I respect the hell out of them. I just don't care about watching it. Does that make sense? Yeah. What I care about is Ohio State football. That's what I want to watch is Ohio State football. That enhances my life with all due respect to the effort that's put together in the non-revenues. It's not something that I pay attention to. So when we talk about amateurism, that's to give you a real picture of the hurdles that, that, that are still in place. So when, the, when, the, when you hear about this, and I saw Austin Ward tweeting about this, the rapid testing and all that stuff, the rapid testing would have to go across all other sports. If it doesn't, amateurism. If it doesn't, it's hard to yeah. find a way. Now, this president, uh, you can make that I, political he, he does not as well. care. No, you can make that political as well. You you should say, I believe these guys should be paid. They should be a free market, open market. It's the same president who said, um, when asked about NBA teams getting testing before the general public, he said, and because of privilege or whatever, he kind of said, well, it's basically the way society works, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that was his response. And that would be the same thing here. Yes. So, So if this helps football come back, then I'm for it. And I and I, I would wholeheartedly I have no idea what he would say to that, right? If he gets I don't even know if he'd be asked about it. There's a lot bigger issues going on right now in right. Nation, uh than the Big Ten playing. Now it's big in our world and I would love to have it. Um, and I'm all for it, but I don't really care what his response would be. He might say, Look, yes, football football programs should get first priority testing. Why? They make the most money. He might say that and just call it right out the way it is. Um, and no one would I mean you'd be like, Okay, well that's not fair under NCAA but okay. Well, that's reality, right? I'm speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I don't know if he would say that. If anybody would, he'd probably be the guy. Um, all I know is that it's a, it's you're tweeting it's at the one-yard line. You're giving a lot of hope to a lot of fan bases. Mm-hmm. A lot of hope to a lot of fan bases. And uh, and by the way, I still think if this thing, if, if it turns around, and I'm not really, I would feel much more comfortable if it was you know Trump on the call with all 14 presidents in the Big Ten. Like I'm not sure the the commissioner has the power or the 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 clout to just call back all 14 on a Zoom call and say, "Hey, I talked to Trump. Here's what I think." Like he's not Delaney. At the end of the day, no. Delaney might may have had that power. But no, he doesn't. I agree with you. He doesn't yeah, have this that power. is more of a conversation that would have to take place between the president and all the university presidents. Uh, and the university presidents have their university's best interest. That's the job. The university is yeah. not just the football programs. The university's best interest uh, at, at heart. And so it would take a tremendous turn. Now, this president would would be somebody who would certainly try to, to, to get that things done, and I hope that he can pull it off. Because, see, we're lucky here, guys. And honestly, and more me probably than you, because you're an alumnus, um, where, where I don't have that. I didn't go to school here, so I don't have that. But what my affinity for is for the football program and the men's basketball program, because those are the things that I've gotten closest to over the last decade plus, right? I, I haven't. The university at large, I didn't go here, so so I don't have that. So I don't need to. I don't concern myself personally with the mess that comes with bringing back only football. Right. The reason we talk about it on the show is because I'm not here, up here pandering you. You know, pandering and, and painting a fairy tale for you. We're doing it to give you a realistic picture about what the hurdles are, and it's not fantasy land. Okay, because it's a multi-billion-dollar industry that's built on the model of amateurism, and if you're going to have that crumble, you can do it, but you have to take what comes with that, and that's the professional athlete part of it, acknowledging that. Now, do you think? I don't think that this president really cares about that. No, I no, don't. I, he's, I think- he's he's in the middle of a campaign, and he's trying to get reelected in November. Yes, and I think this is something that where he's trying to. Um, now who knows if it even you know works? He's so damn polarizing, and I don't think that's the conversation. But he's so damn polarizing, there'd be a lot of fans that would say thank you, but I ain't changing my vote, <laughs> you know. But yeah, um, but in his eyes, if he can get a few more votes um, after opening Especially this up, in these states, and opening up yeah. the national stockpile, then it makes all the sense of the world. The reason why I say that versus the Pac-12 is that most of those out there are so blue anyway. He knows it ain't worth it. No swing states. You don't see him. You don't Arizona, see him maybe. campaigning out there. You know, in, in yep. California, there's no need. Oh no, no. You know, I'm not waste my time. Um, so I, that's why I said that the Big Ten coming back would be. Look, if you can get this thing restarted up, you know, in October, first week in October, or even mid October, it gives you a realistic chance of of accomplishing all your hopes and dreams as a Buckeye. But if this, this thing's waiting until after Thanksgiving, then you can say bye, Justin. You can say bye, Sean, and. And, and there's plenty of time for teams. it, by the way. There is time for October. For it. it's, it's September 1st. There's plenty of time. You got a whole yeah. month. No this question. Is, it would also be a shock because you didn't even let you didn't even let your players on their own teams and their own guideline little bubbles, you know, for lack of a better term, do contact practice with one another. You even have to put the pads on. And you're going to go from that to playing October one. It's just I don't know. If again, if it's a huge reversal like that, I think. I don't know. You feel like Kevin Warren's handled it so poorly, it's fireable. But then again, he would have it wasn't to be fired. solely his decision, right? It was 11-3, yeah. but he just handled it so poorly. He'd he take the fall. so much better. Yeah. Of course he'd he would have fall. to take the fall for any reversal in the yeah. 
presidents would have to put it all on him and say, you know, that he guided them. And it's all amazing that, that this has entered into politics. You know, the crazy thing is that the NCAA could have had real leadership and actually directed None. and steered this whole thing, and instead, just like a name, image, and likeness, just like what's going to happen with unionization of these players eventually, what's going to happen with all of this is that it's coming from Washington. Yep. During the middle of a pandemic, of all things. Yep. Nope. Not proactive at all. Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cash back in the industry with up to 5% cash back on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's, From, a, it's, it's unreal. Sit back it's and you, you solve I mean, our problems. You yeah. solve our problems. You know, I know you're dealing with the pandemic and you're dealing with, you know, all this and, and a death rate and all, you know, I, you're dealing with it all, you know. Um, I know you're under the gun and all that, but gosh, I think name, image, and likeness. You guys need to figure it out for us. Yeah. <laughs> Antitrust and all that crap. I mean. What a, what a time to be alive. Yep. Rothman and Ice going to guide you through the next three hours. They're going to have a lot on their plates, but I trust them to handle it. Going to be fun listen. We're back tomorrow for more fun. Bishop and Laurinaitis is right here on The Fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Andrews in the NHL. Tampa Bay into Boston season last night. 3-2 and doubled over time. Lightning win the series four games to one. Colorado's still alive after a 6-3 win over Dallas. Dallas up three games to two. Tonight, the Islanders can end their series with the Flyers face off at seven. That's a three games to one series. And Vegas can do the same with a win over Vancouver at series 3-1. Vegas still play tonight at 945. Tis the law draws post-17. He's the favorite to win the Kentucky Derby. It'll run Saturday at Churchill Downs. A likely second-choice art collector scratched due to a minor foot injury. Tonight, the NBA bubble in Orlando. Game two, Easter Conference semis. Boston and Toronto Celtics up one game to none. And at seven in the first round of the West, winner take all Utah and Denver at 8.30. Royals and Indians again tonight from Kansas City. Reds and Redbirds in Cincinnati tonight at 6.40. Breaking sports news on the fan, Ohio's sports destination. Hey there, friends. Bo Bishop here, and the Hoops action is heating up, and Tipico Sportsbook is the best place to bet on the playoff action. Enjoy the most rewarding sportsbook with the hottest promos. Bet on select games. Earn a bet credit for each three-pointer made. Continue to rack up the rewards with the highest cash back in the industry with up to 5% cash back on your bets. Sign up now. Enter the promo code THEFAN100 to get $100 in bonus bets when you bet $25. Download the Tipico Sportsbook app today. That's promo code THEFAN100. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.